And welcome back to episode 54 of the Hit the Showers podcast presented to you by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. As always, I am your host, Clifford Jordan Jennings. And I got just Brit with me this evening. Just that they left the heavy lifting to the real ones. Yes, gotta <laughs> use your legs. What's up, everybody? <laughs> gotta what use is your up? Legs. I know that's right. Yeah, everybody, uh, they left it to us, so we gonna hold it down for the squad. Um, and it's such a it's such a juicy week too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 a little disappointed that we don't have a full table because there's so much stuff going on right. this week. I know you got some so much on stuff. your mind. Ladies first. I got a couple. Got, what you want? Uh, I got a couple I'm things on my mind. Off. And I know that oh, you want to touch on some of these. <laughs> Who is it? Let me find out. Malcolm No Show King is in the building. Hello, world. I'm sorry that there was a slight delay, had plans, but then there was a change of plan. So the king is back in effect. What up, on Baby duty. Yeah. What up, King? Yeah. I'm glad you're here this evening, Miss Brittany, because I heard some of the comments you had to say last week. So what? I thought it would be right if I didn't come back, surprise you, Mr. Clifford, and defend myself. <laughs> yeah, Cliff was talking stuff all day, too. So, you know, I had to show up and have a little appearance. I'm back. Well, I'm happy, happy you're here because I was just telling Cliff it's too juicy of a week for me and Cliff to battle it out. Right. It's too juicy. I it's too juicy. It. I couldn't miss it. We it appreciate out. you. Appreciate you showing up. You know up. what? I'm also glad you showed up for uh you got a uh you on a time frame? No, sir. Let's okay. do it. I just wanted to make sure so I could adjust the order of things. But I'm glad I, you I'm showed available. up because of that uh Madden rating you uh wanted to talk about. And I looked through it Who's? and some shit came up. They released the uh Madden ratings. Uh I seen them. I seen them, but who's particular rating? Okay, we could jump right into it then. Um Mike Brown says, what's up? Get out of here. What's buddy. up, Mike? What's good? Tell him what's good. That's why I said this week is just too, it's just too much stuff going on this week. We got too much stuff to talk about. Yeah, there was a couple. Yeah, I'm ready. There was a couple ratings that stood out to me. Um, I don't know how I feel about them putting Christian McCaffrey at a 97 Number above one. every running back in the league. Right. Mm. Now, now mm. I'm not taking nothing away from him because I know he is top. He's usually in every – he ends the season in the top three every damn year. But I don't know to give him number one like that at a 97. So no. so before I get into that, who would you give number one? You got to say – Derrick Henry. Who you would give – Derrick Henry. Really? Derrick Henry. Is that because yeah, his team my- is better? No, this you seen it. You seen Derrick Henry? You see how much of a tank he is? Yeah, how he be bulldozing through everybody? Shit, that's that man right there running back that's to me a right now. Question though, I really don't know. I mean, I could, I wouldn't be mad at you, that, but I really don't know. I didn't really think about who I would who I would see being there. I'm picking him out. If you gave me the draft right now, mm-hmm. and you said which running back you want to choose, it's got to be Derrick Henry. Kamara's still up there, or Kamara, he's still nice. Uh-huh. He's still up for McCaffrey. No disrespect to him, of course, too. I'm no, talking about McCaffrey, I do. I just don't know about right. one. Henry, Henry can run the ball and catch the ball. So and he's McCaffrey. a big man. So can McCaffrey. But, but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm saying, like, like, Henry will run through you. McCaffrey's trying to run by you. 
but McCaffrey also. But has I think to you have to. Mm. And I think too, and I don't know how true this is, but I always look at it from the perspective of like I'm playing fantasy football, and if I'm playing fantasy football, I would take McCaffrey number one as a running back over over a Henry over everybody, yeah, over everybody. Well, yeah, because, I mean, he, he know um, he's gonna get you some points. Yeah, he's gonna get. He's gonna. He can catch it right. and he can run it. Um, and when there seems to be nothing going on for that team. He makes something right. happen. I'll so, agree. I I mean, I feel like, you know, he's just in being the number one rated running back. But is he a 97 is the question. That's the question. Or did they not want to go lower than a 97 for the game's sake? <clears throat> that could be, too. I mean, I don't know. I guess what really got me tight about it is the fact that him uh, – Christian McCaffrey and, and Josh Jacobs were battling out for the number one running back in the season for like the first six games of the season. And Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs was edging him out until around that game six, seven. And the drop off that they had for him was just ridiculous. They gave Christian McCaffrey a 97 and Josh Jacobs an 89. And that may be my, you know, Raiders bias too, but I feel like if y'all are battling for half the season on one and two, how does he go all the way down to an 89? Now, granted, he didn't end the season as strong as he started it, I will say that, but that just blew my mind. Like, if you're going to give him a 97, I feel like you got to at least give Josh Jacobs a, a 93, 92. Mm. You know what you got to look at too and what it could come down to? is his catcher rating. Mm. I think that is extremely high. I think that's probably what's carrying him. Now, if you're looking at it from a running back where the traditional power run, et cetera, et cetera, he's probably right there with the rest of them. But that catcher rating is going to be up there with the right receivers, which a lot of running backs don't have. So I think that's what gave him the edge. And I mean, a 89 to me is still good. Yeah. Um, I'm not knocking an 89, but I can see what the difference is. They're saying that his catching, which I do believe is elite, right? I, top I tier catching. His um, father was the is, wide receiver. Just up there. You know he can catch. Yeah, Ed it McCaffrey. shows, and he's not yeah. scared. Ed McCaffrey. Never heard of him. Ed McCaffrey. Never heard of him. Never heard of Ed McCaffrey. Now I I don't know him he either, but that don't Broncos, mean he wasn't in the league. He? His dad see, played for the know. Broncos. Let me see. We don't even We got to Google. We got to Google it. We got to Google it. But, but. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, ratings wise, he is the number one. And let me. He is the number one running back in my opinion. So, he I mean, he's just. Number 87. That sounds familiar. But. But Malcolm, what other um, ratings? What other ratings stood up? Before we move on, you said something that that sparked. It kind of you connected some dots for me when you said you think that he got that high of a rating because of his catching ability. I think you are absolutely right, and it almost it almost like gave me a visual of probably how they come up with those ratings because I mean, of course, the nerdy way you you average out all of the the stats over everybody Mm -hmm. but certain people that have those elite stats that puts them up 
Right. In that right, like above that regular ranking, you know what I mean? Like so I can see how you average his stats out and it comes pretty high and then you give him a little boost for the the extra that he does on the field. I can see how you get there. Right. No, I definitely agree. I think cuz he he has an a uh, you know, I like to call it an extraordinary ability um as far as like He's how he can player. catch the ball. How he can make plays. So, I mean, that's basically what they're giving them that little push for. You're absolutely right. I was looking at it from that traditional running back. Running, yeah. You are absolutely, you're absolutely right. But uh, what was you asking, Malcolm? No, Brittany was going to ask me about the other ratings, what I thought. And now I'm trying to. Yeah, throw them out there. Throw them out Um, there. So, pulling up the website again. Um. It's some, a couple others that threw my... I got it on my phone, but it's a couple others that threw me off. Like, I was like, whoa there. Yeah, so... Okay. You running back, running, it, uh, the wide receiver. Running, running back ratings, they got Ezekiel Elliott at an 88, number nine on the list. Honestly, mm-hmm. bro, and Brittany, I think that Elliott, the way he's been playing, he should be like an 80, 85, 86. Nah. I don't think he should be. Whoa, I don't think you can nah. say that about His him. productivity hasn't been there. He took a year off. He definitely took a year off, but you still can't put him down there, I would say, just off of pure athleticism. Right. What athletic have you seen him lately? Have you seen his bill? He looks Didn't like I a fullback. No, have you seen him lately? He looks like a fullback. No, last you, year, no, he like a fullback. Yeah, last year. Have you seen him lately? He's down to two eighteen. I, I want to his field. freshman weight at Ohio State. Have you seen I, him I, lately? I, I have not. Right. I Look him not. up. Google that. But he's ready. I'm, yeah, what he's I'm saying ready. is he took a year off, and it makes sense to do so. With him being in his position, you can't yeah, put I mean, on somebody's shoulders so much before they say, listen, I'm not doing it anymore. You can right. only pack so much on a mule's back before he stops walking. Yeah, I guess that's true. And that's I, I don't anybody, think that he would say married. he took a year off, though. I don't think he would be comfortable saying he took a year off. I would say that it was not his best year that we've seen. I don't he think took he a took a year off. off. He, yeah, like Mark said, he blew, he ballooned up in weight. Like he, he did. He, he, was he a, took a year off. He didn't care. He wasn't worried about the game how he was when he first. And that money that money changes people. Like Hagler said, when you wake up in silk sheets, it makes it real hard to hop out and you know wrestle around with men all day. His <laughs> him was fighting. It makes it hard to fight around fighting the ring with men. But when you Ezekiel Elliott, you out there wrestling around with, you know, it's hard when I got hundred mil in the bank. I'm not as motivated as I was before when my mom was in the hood and we was trying to get people out. I guess that's right. And he plays for the Cowboys too, which is almost right. like playing for playing for Ohio State. He's very um, catered too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's a very catered environment. So, um, they fed him too much Campbell chunky soup. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't talk bad about my my Buckeye players. So, um, I, I think, I think he's gonna come back. I think they're gonna be ready. I think Dallas is gonna be a, uh, I don't, be you know, I year. think they, yeah, I think they're gonna they be some sleepers year. for real. Nah, I think they're gonna be dangerous this year. And I don't even like the Cowboys. So every single year they say that. that. 
They said that last year before that. They're going to be all right, for real. I think they're going to beat y'all twice. As, as long as Mike McCarthy's the coach and uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, I forgot Jones. about him. Jones is the uh, owner. They ain't going nowhere. We're going to get to your Eagles, matter of fact. But uh, continue on. What other uh, races? I thought Matt Ryan, I thought he shouldn't have been in the top 10 for the quarterback. Nah, for the uh, I agree there. And um, I also didn't he, like that they gave uh, Lamar Jackson the bottom 10 at 81. No, they got they him rated at him at 81? That's what I saw. Hell no. They got him as a 94? Yeah. Okay, that sounds accurate. I wonder if that was that sounds a specific accurate. attribute. That Which I'm one are you guys about. looking at? Uh, this is from ESPN. Okay, yeah, I've seen ESPNs as well. Yeah, he's number five. They they got Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, Lamar. Which I I could see that. Like I I think I agree. Yeah, I agree with that first five. Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, Lamar. Okay, yeah, I mean that 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 makes sense. That makes sense. Right, right. I personally would probably me personally I take I I take Lamar over Wilson, but. You take Lamar over Wilson? Then, me personally, I yes. Me personally. And I don't no. agree. I think the only yeah. reason why uh, Lamar's right there is because they hating on Deshaun this year because I feel like Deshaun's above Lamar for sure. Deshaun's after on the list. Yeah, I think you got to. He's definitely above Lamar. Deshaun had, a, Deshaun had the he potential. Ain't. You said what? Potential? We can't go by well, potential. No, I'm now. not even talking we gotta, about potential. He was potentially on that record up of breaking uh that rookie uh stat that year before he got hurt. Um um it was uh was it rookie uh passing yards or something like that? Or complete. Yeah, but you're talking about a you're talking about like a couple years and ago. Then came back though, then came back after the injury <laughs> and showed you he was exactly what y'all thought he was. Now nobody. Yeah, but now did he take his team to where Lamar took his team? Right, that's what I well, was. Well, I say. mean, that's different though, because I mean, clearly it's a uh, it, it it it's different when you're in a dysfunctional relationship, and that's clearly what a lot of people and, have been. Aaron in Rodgers in Texas. is. Aaron Rodgers mm. is a dysfunctional But that's different though, because Aaron Rodgers has been there for the long haul. Aaron Rodgers has has roots in places that you know get shit done for him you know what i mean um, him I being think... aaron Rodgers playing for green bay for what 13 years or whatever it is something like that yeah maybe more no uh, i think, I think it may be more too but when you look at a deshaun watson in texas that ain't been there long and you already know how they do players in texas that's this but let me say this game. too the, another reason why i would take um Jackson over Watson. One, already mentioned it. He gets his team far, farther each year. Two, mm-hmm. to me, there's moments where he's just unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? He'll make something out of nothing. And I like uh, Watson, but I have not seen it to the level that Jackson can do it. And three, you got to remember, he's throwing to nobody. Watson had the n- number one or what could have been right. the number one wide receiver, depending on the year, right. um, on his on his squad with right. with uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the what's the one uh, light skinned dude's name? I want to say Will Fuller. Will Fuller, who's not a chump either. So you got Will Fuller and you got uh, DeAndre uh, Hopkins. Right. 
So, and and Jackson, like I said, Jackson took his team further with Willie Sneed. Um, Willie Sneed so is nice. he's my pick. He's my pick. He would be rated. No I feel Hopkins. like. No. Absolutely not. Not even close. Not even close. But like I said, that's why I choose Jackson. I would choose Jackson over Wilson and Russell. Hold on quicker. No, you get. Um, I mean, I can't argue. I mean, I can't argue your point. I mean, I don't I'm necessarily Russell. agree, but Russell, overall, Russell's three, all, yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, I'm overall, going yeah, I am as well. Right, right. He just, but, man, he could do it all. You know what I mean? Out of that three, I would go Russell, uh, uh, Watson, Jackson. In my opinion. Yeah, I think but I go, well, you're right. But I mean, but Britt's absolutely right. I mean, your team, you do take your team further, but I also think that's positions. It's almost like uh, what we talked about on the Wednesday show. It's that roll of the dice. Some people get good positions. Some people get bad positions. Well, also the uh, AFC North, which is what Jackson's in, is, is tougher than the AFC South. And with that's the truth. Watson's in. That is the truth as well. You know what I mean? Because Jackson's going against the Bengals, Steelers, and Brown, you know, Mayfield. You know what I mean? So. No, no, Watson, no, no. Watson's got in what? The Colts, Jaguars, and who's the other one? Um not Miami. No, it's not Miami. Coach Jaguars, and uh, that's going to bug me. Is it Miami? It no, they're in the, uh, with the Patriots. No, that you are. AFC. You are. You are AFC right about South. that. Anyway, damn, that's going to bug me. That's going to bug me, too. It's Colts, Jaguars, Texans, and... Saints? No, they're NFC. In, right. Britt, Britt, what is it? Uh, AFC South. Colts, Jaguars, Texans, and who? Colts, Jaguars, Texans. Texans, and that is going to kill me. It's not the Chargers. I couldn't tell you right now. No, Chargers are with us. They West. And it ain't the Bills, and it ain't the Raiders. It ain't. Yeah, the Bills is NFC. It's right It ain't the Dolphins. The tip of my tongue. That's no, what I, I said, too. That's crazy how I can't. AFC I'm South. Look it up, Hold honestly, on. But. Right. Is it, the, it ain't the Saints. AFC. You That's said it ain't I the Saints, said, right? No, it ain't them either. Panthers? No, they with no, they with um, Titans, the Patriots in Titans, Titans, Titans. Titans. Okay. Titans. Okay, yeah, yeah, Tennessee. It was right there. But what I was telling Cliff Brittany is, well, also to your credit, respect Jackson in the conversation of him versus Watson is Jackson's in a harder div- division with your Browns, the Steelers. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, blink right there too. Bengals. Okay, compared oh, yeah. to they you know really- what I'm saying Watson's division. We but, they the only hey. ones, but we had we had we already had this discussion. We had the hardest division last year, right? Hardest division. No, I, so I, I Joe mean, Burrow, the Bengals ain't no punks. With Joe Burrow, the right, Bengals ain't no they, punks. Nah, they, I'm a Bur- I'm a Burrow fan. I am too, but they ain't right. there yet. Last year they weren't, and they probably ain't gonna be this year. They ain't I gonna think be they there. Gonna be a lot better this year for for sure. They actually said that. Um, well, I don't know. But NFL.com did their little analytic thing and said that they think that Jamar Chase is going to be the most effective wide receiver in the rookie uh, group this year. Mm. And I think that That's could be Chase true. Wants to hear. Nah. I don't think, listen, I don't, I don't nah. think, I think Devontae Smith is going to have a decent year for a while. 
he's gonna have a breakout. And then what are you saying? All, all his accolades. I think somebody's gonna light what, his little What are you saying? I think somebody's mm. gonna light his little ass up if he didn't put on some I'm weight. Gonna, you can't. Come I think if he can maneuver, knees, but you can't do that at a hundred and sixty something pounds. You got to put on some weight, bro. What did what did uh, Steve, Steve Smith? Right, Steve Smith. Uh, we changed his name to Singer or some shit. Yeah, Steve Smith. Steve uh, Smith uh, used to come in Wes there. Welker. Man, Wes Welker. Wes Welker was more compact, though. San Antonio Holmes, who, who won an MVP, Super Bowl MVP in his career as well. And he was little. That's a former Buckeye. Speaking of Buckeye, San Antonio Holmes. Yeah, he was little. He was a little. My little thing is, if he can maneuver the way he did to the top at, uh, at the college level, um, I'm, hey. I'm going to say he's going to be able to maneuver his way. That's a long Maybe, shot. Not saying I'm not saying he's going to be the number one wide receiver, but I think he's going to be a good wide receiver. How is that not a long for shot? Sure. Saying that if you can maneuver the way you maneuvered in college in the NFL, that's not a long shot to say. That's a long shot. Mm. If you no, can I maneuver mean, the way, ha, listen, the percentage of players that make mm. it from college to the NFL is crazy, right? So you're not right. maneuvering with players. It's linebackers in the NFL that can run like your DBs in college. So All I'm saying you may is be able even, to get even, some things in and out, but I don't know if you could just automatically say if he can maneuver the way he did in college. That's what we're waiting to see because it's a new game. It's a new pace. It's a new style of play. No, I agree. I'm saying that with his size, right, the, and the way he, he got at least dominated, I, I hate to say it. He got at least get up to 185, at least. I'm sure he'll gain some. Had, I'm sure he'll gain some weight. As a slot, a slot wide receiver out in the NFL, and you running down at one one seventy two, one seventy three. I don't think they have him as slot, Cliff. That's another thing I want to mention to you from a film I've been watching. I think we you got think him, gonna put sure him on the out. Okay, on the out, on the out round. No, I know yeah. he got speed, I but got I don't. Okay, mm -hmm. I think that 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 yeah. might be a liability. He's our number one wide receiver, they said, on the team. But I don't the think, third, I agree third. that he would be your number one wide receiver on the team, but I don't think that you put him out there. I don't think you put him out there. I don't think you put him out there on a split like that. I don't think he, I mean. Let me see. He has speed, but I mean, you're sacrificing a lot when it comes to your height. And it's not a, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not a lot of, you know, six two, six three cornerbacks out there. But still, yeah. like, I would imagine him being more scattish, you know, coming out of his rookie year. Yeah, I'm Have him more, the... not like a, like, like a running back, but I would play him like a scat back, like a slot and on some scat back shit, like run around in motion, maybe Kate take some end arounds, shit like that. Right. No, right. Reverses and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, really reverses, you know what I'm but... you know what I'm waiting on when it comes to him, though? I'm waiting on to see if he has uh, that it factor, that magical oh, I'm sure piece he will. that people just don't have. I'm sure now, he if he will. has that, 
I'm sure he does. He can. He will be amazing despite his size. You know what I'm saying? These are the same things that people said about uh, Russell Wilson when he came in. Like, oh, he's, he's too little. But the NFL and, um, is like, like Mike Tyson. Said, it's a different ball game, right? Everybody yeah, got to no, play until they get hit in the head. And I feel like the NFL is the same way. Everybody plans to be the greatest until they take one good hit. And there's been a lot of players that have never come back the same after that. Took that one good hit and they like, oh yeah, that ruined him. He just won't, he won't go up. He won't go for the, it's a lot of players like that, especially wide receivers. I don't think he's that type of player. I think he, had, I think he got some dog in him. I'm yeah, hoping he's so. tough. But we he's didn't get tough. a chance to see that in Alabama because nobody could touch him. They're, he's going to get touched here. It's just a matter of when and how hard. But you're going to get touched. That's a guarantee. In the NFL, you're going to get touched. It's in the college where you can run around everybody out there in the field. It's defensive ends that run fucking four fours out there. I think if Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne could do it, I think that Devontae Smith's chance. I'm not saying he doesn't have the opportunity. I'm just saying that that's I don't see you making it through an entire season being the number one guy wide receiver playing for the Eagles. Because I know um, there's players on defense thinking the same thing I'm thinking right now. Everybody high on Devontae Smith. Wait till I smack his little ass. Right. You know it's people <laughs> thinking that way on the field right now. Like, wait till I get my hands on his little ass and let's see how he do. He can't be the number one that small. That means we need to use you every play. Because y'all don't have a good enough run game. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that he's not necessarily the number one his rookie year, but I'm not going to rule it out that he doesn't become a number one. one Yeah, he's the number one wide receiver on our depth chart. We don't have... uh, They don't have nobody, though. You know what I'm saying? So that's why he's automatically going to that slot. So I'm going to say maybe he doesn't necessarily get the number one wide receiver type stats his rookie year, but I'm not putting it past him to be able to, you know, in a year or two uh, to be able to come through with those. I just, in my, in my opinion, I know I don't know a lot, but I'm saying he is very (laughs) fast, right? You have enough speed that you can sacrifice a, a little bit of it to put on some weight. Right. You know what I mean? If you could ideally get up to 180, 185, I'd feel a lot more comfortable putting more on your shoulders. But I can't have you as my number one wide receiver at 5'10", uh, 165 pounds. That won't work. That's not going to work. It's not going to work here. That may have worked in Alabama. But you're also basing this off of... I don't think he's coming into it like that. I mean, I think that... Somebody on Philadelphia staff, even though it ain't much, I'm sure that somebody's told him, hey, we're going to have to slowly, in a healthy way, have put about 10, 15 more pounds on you. I'm sure he's been told that. I'm sure. I'm sure he's working on it. I, I'm sure. How I, I, there's out, no. How he comes out in the start of the season. That would be. And usually, you know, like rookies don't get into their natural weight until about sophomore season. Because it's adjustments, right? right? You you lift in the beginning, but you don't know what you're lifting for. 
I'm just lifting because they told me to put on weight. But once you hit that field and take a few hits, it's like, oh, shit, now I get it. Now I know why they want me to lift. So that second year, it's like you come out and you're really sharp. It's like you a sharp right. knife. So I think I don't think he's going to come out looking how I want him to look at the start of the season. But if he can make it through healthily to next season, I bet you they get him where they need him to be. That's just a question. He'll make it. Will he be healthy? I think he'll, I think in my he mind, he'll stand out. He'll have a show out season for the first half of the season. And then I just see something happening to where he got to sit out for a while. I'm going to I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say he gets his full season in. I don't think he's going to especially have a major injury or anything like that. Where Hurts throwing to him. I think Hurts going to get Now that's going to be the determining factor right there. What is their chemistry going to be like? What type of passes is he going to be able to get off? You know what I'm saying? Like we just talked about he's a speedy receiver. So his his stuff got to be quick. But like you also getting gotta, it in there. as a quarterback, you also got to have another enough enough intelligence to protect them as well i can't squeeze these passes in here with this little guy right, out there. without him getting killed yeah, yeah i gotta know when to pull up on that and pass to somebody else because i can't just because i can squeeze it in there doesn't mean i need to set him up for that kind of hit and mm-hmm. i don't know that he has enough um experience really to 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 hold off from throwing that pass because he knows he can get it in there but you might fuck him up by getting it there. I would feel right. a lot no, that's, more comfortable that's with a, a veteran legit. quarterback throwing to a little guy like that. Because I'm not going to set you up to get hurt. You might be mad I ain't passed to you, but I saw that man closing in on you, and I'm not about to set you up like that. I mean, that's a legitimate worry. Um, hopefully they've built up enough chemistry to where it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't even gone... If right. he decides not to go for you know go for How that many years that did catch. They play together, Mal? Was it just uh, one? Up until up until he transferred, like a year or two. I think it was just one. It might be two, but I, I thought it was just one. If it was two, I would feel a little more comfortable. But but I, what what I was gonna say is uh, Jalen Hurts said in a press conference the other day that Joe remember Joe Flacco's on our team right. with that veteran leadership. He said Joe Flacco being on the team has paid dividends as far as training, information, knowledge goes. So to your concern, I think I'm not as concerned because if you didn't have that veteran slash coach like quarterback behind you to kind of put wisdom into you, it'd be different. But the fact that he has a Flacco there coaching him up, it's already won a ring. Well, no offense to Flacco, but I don't know. I feel like I've seen Flacco set up a couple of his tight ends for – for some injuries, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know that he's that type of guy. Like, of course, he's a veteran, and there's things that he just over time knows. Okay, don't throw it like that. He, you're gonna right, get him right. killed for sure. But I don't know that he's like the best veteran to teach you to not throw certain passes because I've seen him throw certain passes that have gotten people injured. And let me just say this. Let me just say this. They just released an article saying that Nick Sirianni had to stop a Friday night practice. To, because of a sloppy throw and sloppy play and call a team mm. meeting to get the team together to start the practice back up. Mm. Mm. At least he mm. recognized it. I'll give him that. No, I mean, right that, I mean, four I mean, games. We already talked about it. 
They're going to win four games. So. The Eagles no. win four. Four games. The four. Okay, I give y'all five. 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 Jesus, Malcolm. You put so much pressure on me. Disrespectful. Five games. Five games. Okay, listen. There there was a rating before we um, hop off the rate. There was a rating that I wanted to talk about. Who was it? Hold on. I feel like it was a wide receiver. Was it a wide receiver? Ah, it's bothering me. Somebody was it a wide receiver? Oh, no, running back. Right now. There was somebody who I wanted to talk about that. I feel like they were in the top ten. Who was okay, it? Here it is. I lost it for a second. So the oh, wide receiver, because yeah, I think I seen. But wait, is this the same? Look at ESPN. The one, the one that you sent me, Mark, was Sports News. It wasn't ESPN. I know. I just went on ESPN's while we're check, on here because I was check your uh check ESPN's ID. So that might be why that might be why it's off because yeah, ESPN's de- or this one definitely has Deshaun or I mean uh, Lamar Jackson at ten with eighty one, and that's just hmm. oh yeah, we ain't regular quarterback ratings. Unless they're it's not power, and this one also has um uh what's his name for the Bills. Josh Allen. Josh Allen speed at eighty six and um Deshaun Watson speed at eighty five. So where do they have um Lamar Jackson speed? Ninety six. Okay. I mean, that ain't, that's but I don't think you could say Josh Allen's is a uh eighty six over Deshaun Watson. I just feel like Deshaun Watson is more of a pocket passer than a, a running quarterback. Josh Allen tries to play like NFL's Tim Tebow. He does take off now. He will run that ball in. He'll run a quarterback sneak and put it straight and run, put his head down and cover up like a running back with his hands on the ball. I feel He's like quick. he has um, one of the top. They got Russell Wilson at an 85. Josh Allen oh, yeah, faster than Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. I don't see that. You don't see that? No, I don't see that. I think Hell he no, is quick for his size, but I don't think he's faster than Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. Maybe they're just basing this off of their ability to scramble, not necessarily like are that they the fastest, be, that might be but like team. their ability to scramble. Because Josh Allen is, uh, I will put him up top at ability to scramble. Russell Wilson would be up top, but his line wouldn't allow him to. Right. Yeah, he don't even roll like that. Yeah, Russell Wilson would be uh, damn near number one with ability to scramble, but his line doesn't, he can't. He's the guy that runs back and forth till he throws the ball down the field. He's not taking off. No, he don't do that anymore. He ain't doing that baseball slide too much lately. Somebody who I wanted to talk about. But, uh, on this one, it was a, a wide receiver that I was looking at. That I so let's talk think. about why Baker Mayfield, Brittany, wasn't in the top 10 quarterbacks. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I was kind of. I don't feel like Baker is a top 10 quarterback. You don't think he should have been ahead of I, Matt Ryan at number 10? Definitely should have been ahead of uh, Matt Ryan. No. And the only reason I'm saying that is just because. We've seen so much of Matt Ryan. We know, like, Matt Ryan couldn't come out this year blazing. 
with no Julio like, Jones? We listen. I'm not saying even with no Julio Jones, like you really just don't know with with Matt Ryan. Um, you know, he's a veteran quarterback that kind of just gets the job done, and you That's just true. don't know. Yeah, I mean, think about it like this: stats wise, um, Tom Brady doesn't have the best stats, like. As far as like, if I wanted, you know, it, 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 let's say I'm playing fantasy football. Like I said, I always take it back to fantasy football. If I'm playing fantasy football, I'm not going to go with Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? But if it comes down to can you make that play, I go with Tom Brady. Right. Same thing with Matt Ryan. Can he make that play? Yeah, he can make that play. You know what I'm saying? Like, is he the goat in the sense of like being able to close out games? Not necessarily. Clearly not. But right. Can he? He can make the play. You know what I'm saying? So that months. so when it comes down to that, I think we just see him in more situations, and that's why they went ahead and gave him the edge over Baker. They want to see more out of Baker. Listen, they, that's what it's coming uh, down to. Well, I don't know. I don't know about Madden stats. I didn't look as far. All I was looking at, all they showed was top ten on the site I was looking at. But I know right, based right. on the the league rankings, they was trying to put Car at twelve. So if you're putting huh. Car at twelve, and oh um, now I gotta check. And you're not putting uh, Baker in the top ten. Baker's definitely at eleven. Right. That's. Hey, that's I, my, now my Baker better than Carr. That was not the question. My Baker is better than Carr. He better. He's fucking better be than Carr. For sure. I'm with that. I agree with that one thousand percent. Now I gotta. Um, everybody better than Carr. Yeah, all I not everybody, but he's not. <laughs> he's not a good quarterback. <laughs> Most I'm not okay, so he's not a good listen, quarterback. He's not a clutch quarterback. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at the uh now that I'm looking at the top ten, uh, now this could just be me. I just looked at the top ten for QB. So the one thing that I really just disagree with is uh I'm not a Ryan Tannehill fan. I saw that too. Do not think that he's top ten. So I would make some adjustments there. Go ahead and, you know, move Baker on up. And take him on, take him on down. Like uh, I just, I'm not a Ryan Tannehill fan. I, I don't Baker see it. So I'm, I, you know, what I'm saying if, if that's the case, then I guess my, I guess Baker should be in the top ten. Yeah, but maybe sure. they're going off the log. Maybe they're going off the logic, Brittany, that you went off about Matt Ryan. That Tannehill has, has more in uh, Miami tangibles yeah. all the way around than Baker does. <laughs> He has more I history. I could agree of, with that. I could agree with that. Now, because I'm not a Tannehill fan either, but he had he did his thing. In I Miami would say and, Baker's more of a playmaker than a technical shooter. Right. I would give Tannehill more of a technical mm-hmm. shooter than a playmaker. Baker um, make something happen out of nothing. Tannehill will not make something happen out of nothing, but throughout the game, he'll hit them shots you need him to hit. Baker's a risk taker and Tannehill's exactly. calculated. Exactly. I'm going to exactly. disagree. I'm going to disagree okay. with that. I just don't like Ryan Tannehill. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. I would not. People have I'll built a team around that. him. I'll put Baker in front Julio of him. Jones. I do agree with you. I'll put Baker in front of him. But I will put him around Let me 11. ask you this then. If you put him around 11, if you're just ba- if it's just this year, you're just taking a quarterback for this year. Would you take him over Ben Roethlisberger? 
Yeah. Who? Tannehill? Tannehill. Yeah. Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah, I would. At this at this point in Roethlisberger's and at this point in Roethlisberger's career. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Roethlisberger's at the he's out of his prime, clearly. And I like Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean he he's just playing to play. They try to say he's back in shape, baby. (laughs) Did y'all see him recently? Yes, no, he does him. look good. Man, he does listen, look good. that nigga okay. Listen, look good when, for listen. what though? Right. I'll, I'll tell you this. nigga that's hopping well, off the couch. When when Ben trims that face and lose a little weight, I'm not gonna lie. That's some shit. That means Ben's about to try to go out there and do some shit. Because Ben, no, Ben, you usually tell. I won't doubt it, right. but no, you're not. It's not like oh shit, you just didn't. You just did a a turnaround. You and his arm, on, his his arm, his his arm is giving out and stuff. So like he's he's just not on point with his. Man, I think Ben is very situational. He is getting older, so he recognizes that if he um if he don't believe in the team, I think Ben gonna kind of check out. Is just my opinion. Maybe he's on that. I'm gonna take the year off this year. Okay, listen, you just brought that up. I just looked it up. So the issue I had with the rating, with the Madden ratings was with Ezekiel Elliott, they ranked him at 88, right? Yeah, we said that. Uh-huh. Number nine, he's ranked number nine. And number 10 is the Bengals' Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, he's right. nice. Ranked uh, 88 as well. And I just feel like that is completely inaccurate. Wait, which he's nice as far as what you think Mixon should be above Elliot? Absolutely not. He should not be ranked the same as Elliot. Do you do you oh. honestly put Mixon and Elliot together? Like, no, oh, not at all. They're they're, inter- they're interchangeable. Not at all. But like, I do feel like Elliot had that last season was a drastic decline. Now I do feel like off athleticism, like we said, off athleticism alone, he shouldn't be no eighty-eight. Even as a Make fat, him. even a fat Ezekiel Elliott's a ninety. I'm with you. I think he's a ninety or above. Even a fat yeah, Ezekiel Elliott, and I, I definitely don't Ezekiel think Ezekiel Elliott's a ninety. I definitely don't Ezekiel feel like him Elliott, and Mixon that he got to run at being one of the best. I'll sleep on Joe Mixon though. He is nice. I'm not sleeping on him. I like the guy, but I'm just saying that let's be honest, he's not in comparison with Ezekiel Elliott. When you bring up Ezekiel Elliott's name, it's not Ezekiel Elliott. Well, what about uh Mixon? Like, no, it's that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, there is a drastic difference in their abilities. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying that there's a drastic difference in their abilities. And if anything, I hope uh, Ezekiel Elliott puts a little chip on his shoulder by seeing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's something that... You know they do. That's how them niggas in 2K be like, oh, y'all gonna give me an 86? Right. See, I gotta show out this year so I can get my 2K rating up. They be like, fuck the the championship. I gotta get my (laughs) 2K rating up, man. Y'all got me at an 86. I'm upset. I wonder if Joe Mixon got hurt last year because it says he only had 119 rushing attempts and 428 yards and 3.6. I believe he did. Ain't nobody 
anybody about to get their body beat up for that Bengals team? They didn't have right. a chance of doing nothing. So Listen, you know how that goes. Smart. That's what I'm saying. In situations like that, as a running back, where your shelf life is only two and a half years on average, you put yourself up if you're not in a position to win. It's sad now, to say. It's sad to say. But if I even have a a, a nagging injury. An injury that I know I could play on and still produce, but it's nagging. I'm not playing. I'm injured. Shit, we we seen what AJ Green did. Now let me let me mention this. Ezekiel Elliott last year had the out of his career so far, this was the one, two, three, four. So out of out of five years, this was the fourth highest rushing attempts that he had. So towards the bottom. He had 244 rushing attempts, 979 yards total, with an average of four yards uh, per carry and six touchdowns last year. I mean, that's still not bad, though. I mean, that's you ain't terrible. Get your 200, 244 rushing attempts, and you didn't even crack a thousand yards. But you still got a four point what average? Four point even. Regardless, that's a lot of yards per carry. Right. I mean, if you hand it to him three times, it's a first down. That's that. I'll take him. I'll take that running mm. back. I'll take that mm. running back. And that's I mean, we know it wasn't season. his best season. Yeah. You know, we know, know who they this kind of goes with a long last night, Cliff. It's not snuffed, it's snubbed. But y'all know who I thought they snubbed at running back? Uh Singletary for the 49ers. I think he should have been in the top ten, probably even ahead of Joe Mixon, honestly. Singletary for the Niners. Mm. Wait, he was what? nice too. Didn't he suffer a couple in- injuries? You came I said, at me, I felt- and I was stuck on you coming at me, and snub, I didn't hear what you snub. said after. Wait, so he I, said Singletary. Wasn't he for the Buffalo Niners? with different rules. Right. But I said who basically got gypped at running back on the top 10 was Singletary, the running back for the 49ers. He was, he's nice. He's, he's Isn't cool. that Buffalo? Yeah, he plays for Buffalo. Is it You're Buffalo? thinking of, uh, yeah. yeah he plays um, for Most, 49ers. Moster, is it Mostert on 49ers? Mo- Mostat or something like that. Yeah, Mozart. Monistat, Mostert. Monistat seven. <laughs> Damn, listen, you're talking about you're talking about injuries. You're talking about somebody that was sharing the ball. So I can see why they wouldn't necessarily do that. He didn't have enough to go by, in my opinion. You might have to look at the stats, but it was just like it was. It was not enough. Even when he got the ball, he did great, but. He just didn't get it enough to make, you know what I'm saying, to put him out there and make him that type of top 10 name. Obviously, it is Buffalo, so I stand correct there. But this is impressive to me. So Devin Singletary, out of 156 attempts only last season, he did get 687 yards, 4.4 yards average per carry. That's only out of 156 attempts, you have 687. Keep in mind, I said, what, Ezekiel had, I said, about 244, I think, uh-huh. had 970-something. He didn't impress me. This is my thing. When you're playing a team that you can run through, you know what I'm saying, like one of those games where it's like you know the running back should have 100 yards, he never came through with 100 yards. He never had those games where he had 100 yards, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, or 100-plus yards. Like he just never had those games. So that's why I don't really feel like he deserves to be in the top 10. Everybody in the top 10 um, can have a game where they're going to bust out 120, 150 some yards, maybe two or three touchdowns. 
He does not have that ability. He doesn't. Like, I, they almost need to get a running back. I hate to say it, Singletary. They almost need to get a running back with some juice. I said I like this is for Buffalo. Uh, I think it was a rookie that they picked up last year that Mike Key don't like him. I like Yeah, we need Mike him I like You know who they – let me see where he ranks. Let me, get, let me go back real quick here and just check. Hold on. Oh, I just thought about this. Thought about what? Oh, okay, never mind. They got they got Nick Chubb at number three, but shoot, uh, for real, for real, Kareem Hunt is. I mean, they might not want to give him top ten, but he right there. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. He's right like there Kareem for Hunt. sure. I like Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Browns got a good run game. <laughs> They do that one two. You don't see a whole lot of one two combos that much like we used to. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hate the one two combo personally, like but it, it works. That like one it. works. Fresh legs. Fresh that legs. One works. If you Keep got it right, ball. if you got it right, then I definitely like it. That mm-hmm. one works, but that's going to be rare that it works the way they do. They have. They're both explosive in different ways. So it's like when one of them comes in, they got to adjust in the team is not really ready for that adjustment because the right. way that Kareem Hunt plays is explosive, but it's different than Nick Chubb right. and they don't know, you know what I'm saying? So they get ready. They're preparing for Nick Chubb on the play, but Kareem Hunt is in and he's going to play it completely different. Right, 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 right. They got to steal. Saying. They got to steal when they got Kareem Hunt after his situation. I think we all can. Right. Oh, snap. He was already doing his thing. He was already a great uh, running back. We don't know what that He's young lady great, did. Right. We don't know what that young lady did to him. Listen, I got a daughter. I can't be speaking like that. You do too. Should I ain't listen? Uh, we we do know what she did. Then we heard the story, but we're not getting into that today. But we do know she called him uh, the N word. It sent him. It set him off. I've been I've been called worse, but that's just me. You know what I think? No, I'm not gonna give my opinion on that situation because this is it's in the past. It's irrelevant. Right. Um, like I said, we just got so much stuff going on this week. It's so much to talk about. We don't want to talk about that. Old, so. Right. 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 I agree. Uh, 100%. Aaron Rodgers is back with the mullet and training camp, ready to go with the hey, Rod. Your sandals on. I told hey, you. Hey, this, uh, this is the last dance for them. He ain't staying. Yeah, he ain't staying. He's leaving. You know he ain't well, staying. And he that's died. clear. And what's the name? Is he, he going to Oakland either? I mean, Adam. Las Vegas. Is he going to Las Vegas? Nah, they ain't got enough. Next year, though. Nah, they ain't got enough. That's what I'm saying. Mm. They ain't got enough. And uh, Carr said he want um, Adams or um, what's it? Adams. Devonte Adams. Yeah, Adams. Right. I'm, I'm thinking Adams that uh, go where Smith. Go. I'm getting myself. Everybody wants Adams. That like that's a given. Right. Like what right. team no, is gonna be played, like nah? They played together at Fresno. Oh uh, yeah, he ain't trying to go there though. Yeah, so he trying to. They supposedly best friends or whatever they call it. So he like off the field. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that Gruden's mm-hmm. that cutthroat that he'd be like. Let's get Carr in at or uh get Rogers and Adams and get Carr to fuck up out of here. If he's smart, if he's smart, geez. if it's his job on the line, if Mike if he's like, smart, he, he had that ten-year contract or whatever. So Gruden, yeah, I don't think his job's on the line no time soon. They can cut that ten if they want to. You know, they always 
It's yeah, they got to pay him a hundred million, ain't it? Right, yeah. yeah. hundred million? Yeah, I don't think that. I think he's he's kind of in a nice position right now. If I'm rooting, I don't I don't care about none of that. If if Devon, if I have the ability to get Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, I don't give a damn about no car. Man, you Bye. Man. But what else? Though? That's what I'm saying. You gotta get so much else. They ain't got the cap space. I was gonna say, yeah. Well, I mean it ain't That's really all about cap space because they both would be out of contract, wouldn't they? Rogers would be. You'd have to sign them, though, is what I'm saying. You'd right. Sign in, but, you know, the cap space. but we're in an era where Brady's willing to take a pay cut to get a Super Bowl. And Rodgers, you don't have too much time left. So we can't pay you that 25.3 that you was getting. We, it's clear. It's clear that Aaron Rodgers does not want money because he was offered money right. by Green Bay. So if oh, it yeah. comes, he wants the Super Bowl. So Good I think point. he'd be willing to take a. He'd be willing point. to take a uh, pay cut too Good to go point. into the to go to the team that he wants to go to. Like and you, I, no, I mean, no, I feel what? like. Go ahead, Brittany. My bad. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say now, like light bulb just came on. So since we know Drew Brees retired last year, right? You mm-hmm. know, Jameis Winston. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, the backup white guy. Uh, he, uh, Hill. Hill. Yeah. Right. Jason Hill. Right. Anyways, what I'm getting at is I could see an Aaron Rodgers wanting to go to a potential New Orleans next year if they still have the Michael yeah. Thomas and Alvin Kamara's. Because that's, well, that's not a bad... Michael Thomas is out with that uh, ACL. No, he's supposed to come back, right? Uh, I thought, right? He just had yeah, he ACL should be back. Oh, no, no, no. He's still out. He's still out. He's still yeah, out. Yeah, he's so still out. I don't know. Yeah. He ain't going to make it to the beginning of the season. He's He may make it I'm talking about next year. Season. Yeah, next coming year? up. This season coming up. He just had a no. Year. I'm, talking, he's I'm saying talking about the that, next he's saying oh, that next uh, he will come in next right, year with the healthy Rogers year. Is playing this year, yeah. duh. I see. What I'm gonna be honest. I don't saying. think Aaron Rodgers would. I don't think Aaron Rodgers would go to a team that is clearly I seen as uh, it's a team I mean? that that's clearly seen as um, Drew Brees' team, and they're from the same era. I don't think he would do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so? there's no quarterback that you can associate with uh, Tampa Bay. So. You know what I'm saying? You're not like continuing anybody's legacy, et cetera, et cetera. When yeah, that's kind of like wifing like, up your but, niggas' but, baby but, mom type. No, thing. no, I'll tell you, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell y'all why y'all wrong. LeBron had no problem after Kobe left to go to the Lakers. Now it's his team, right? That's different. That's different. Different, How? different, different ball game. I, I, How? And I don't think it's a good. Okay, I don't think um, when you do that's certain Kobe's comparisons, Lakers, they say right. Okay. Well, no, not really. And the reason and the reason why I say that is because that's a lot of people's Lakers. That's Magic's Lakers. That's Kareem Abdul, Jabbar's Lakers. They all got championships but, but there. Kobe, but Kobe, well, Kareem, Kobe and, brought the most with the Lakers as a player, right? Out of all of them, no. right? I know Kareem has what more do you collectively. Mean? I'm saying on in the oh, as right. a Laker, Kareem has more as a Laker, right? Because Kareem got one with the Bucks or something, right? But I'm saying, as a Laker, I'm pretty sure Kobe has the most rings. Kobe got so to six me, you're, Kobe got five. Five. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that to me, LeBron is continuing a tradition that's already in place. A player will come there and get some championships, and it becomes their team. Like they're known for getting championships. We got him with Kareem. We got him with Magic. We got him with Kobe. We getting him with Le- LeBron. So he's continuing a legacy. 
Like that's not like like Michael Jordan is the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can say that. Nobody has came behind Michael Jordan and gotten them a ring. There's been multiple players that have gotten right. the Lakers a ring. So you can't say that he's continuing Kobe's legacy. One, they're from two different eras. Right. Kinda. And two, they that's what they do. Each era they'll the Lakers find a player to continue the Laker legacy. You know what I'm saying? Not a player legacy. Speaking of that, didn't Kobe uh, talk to LeBron talking about he would like to have him in the purple and gold? I'm sure he would. I'm sure he did. But, I'm I sure mean, he would. it was for selfish reasons. It wasn't like he truly wanted him in the purple and gold. It what was do more you like, mean if you asked well, the well, man think about in the purple and well, think, gold? Well, think about it. But think about it. Think about it. Cliff, if you could choose, if you could choose your successor, you may not choose him to because you necessarily want him to take over the role that you had, you're choosing because you're like, if I'm going to leave, the, you know right. what I mean? Well, no, like, I'd rather thing. have I you. I understand that nobody's going to take over the role I had. You can take over that role. You're not going to do it the same as I do it. But if I understand what you're saying, where you, if you are my successor, I need you here. We knew that LeBron wasn't going to be Kobe. But the fact that Kobe still said we want you in the purple and gold lets you know. This goes back to a lot of conversations we had in the past regardless. Is that's the standard of winning in L.A. Right. 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 And, right. and in which, L.A., they're going to do what they got to do to win. I right. Which is contradictory. Um, yeah, it's contradictory to what uh, Malcolm was saying, like, LeBron is continuing Kobe's legacy. I don't think that that's the case. I could think he's continuing the Laker legacy, right. which other players have done, which takes us back to our original point. I do not think Aaron Rodgers will go to a team that is solely known for one quarterback and play there. I just don't think he will. I think that um, he's looking to get a Super Bowl, and I think he's going to do it with a team that doesn't have um, – a legend already in place. Yeah, I don't think you. Yeah, I agree with Britt there. I don't think you really can, especially when you're fighting for legacy, right? It's almost like uh, being at a job and you know being there for so long, and you the best at that position, and because you the best at that position, you can't really get promoted to another one because they need you there. Mm. Right. It's like an Aaron Rodgers situation where it's like, well, damn, like, you know, like I'm seeing Brady leave and do his thing. And I know I could get promoted right. if I wanted to, but it's a matter of, like you said, who am I going to go to and who, what am I willing to take? Right. I think he'll take less. I think for sure he'll take less. If we, it has if to be a, a team that's set up already. It has to be exactly. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to a team that's... He's just got to be there. The most cutthroat thing would be what we already said. If he says, let's go to the Raiders and get Carp out of there. Right. Let's I think that. he'll make a move like that, for real, for real. I think he'll make a move like that. And if he can really move like he wants to... I, and, and Adams is a free agent next year. I think that they would move They're both together. Free agents next year. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, I would buy a, a, a. Um, I'm sure you would. I would buy a jersey if he did that. 
I'll buy an Aaron <laughs> Rodgers jersey if he moved far to fuck up out I'm of there. I'm sure you would. The question is, who's going to have, I mean, this is a long shot and we kind of getting, you know, ahead of ourselves, but who's going to have the cap space next year and who um, is going to, they have to make it into the playoffs this year or be right on the cusp. Right. I think, I mean, so I think he's it, I not think, going to anybody that ain't right there. Oh, think, you know who would be great? And I'm the Titans. Hmm. Yeah, the Titans would. Uh, the Titans would. You are absolutely the Titans. Like if he slid right on in there, you are absolutely Tennessee. Correct. Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? I can see him right there. You are absolutely correct Eric about Henry. that. If they yeah. could bring Adams there too, Adams and Henry mm-hmm. on either side. Oh, he's but big. don't they still have Brown though? They really don't need. Yeah, they got um, Brown. Brown. Yeah, God, he's a beast. There. They really don't need Devontae Adams. It would be a bonus, but they don't need him. Right. Yeah. Especially if they got I those agree. two. I could agree. That's the that's the perfect team to go to. They would now that would be crazy. Mm. If you listen to Aaron, consider the Titans. <laughs> it's all right. Consider that the Titans. I would hope he goes to the Titans. That way we know him and Adams gotta part ways, and I guarantee he coming to uh Vegas. You think so? I guarantee Devontae Adams is coming to Vegas if they choose to keep Carr. I don't know. I don't know. I think he kind of want to win. And I think, you know, that's his homeboy. I think that would be the perfect place for him to win. The only reason why I don't think... Hold up. Patrick Mahomes might snag up at Adams. Whoop. That'd be crazy. He'll reconstruct. Be crazy he'll, he'll reconstruct. He'll reconstruct his contract if he can get Adams. I'm guaranteed it. Mahomes, that would be crazy. Has so many endorsements. He's a told you a, a majority owner on the uh, on a MLB that or a minor league team. I'm just saying, if he wanted to, he can make it happen. Like he, his contract's long too. That, but I, I don't think he's veteran team. enough to to want to reconstruct his contract. I don't think he's yeah. veteran enough chip? to want to do to that. Get another- to get another chip? Yeah, I mean, he feel like shoot, he's still young enough to where he feels like he can do it without necess- without having certain people. You know what I'm saying? So he still feel like he got time. You know, I don't think forever. he can reconstruct his contract he for He made it, what, uh, Adams. two out of three times? Three out of four times? To the Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. And one? Once. One? <laughs> one. Was it three yeah. out of four or two out of three? Um, the well, the last two years they went to the Super Bowl. Um, I can't remember who was in it three years ago. My three years ago, no, it was the Rams. It was the Rams and um, the Patriots. Okay, so then yeah, so the last um, he's done the last two out of three for the past three years. Yeah, so yeah, no, I I agree with Brett. He probably on his high horse. Like I can still do it. Like I'm not. We ain't made too many changes. I still got a good squad. I don't need to sacrifice nothing like that. Right. Right. But let me, let me, let me. Adams in Seattle. Now that is rumor. That is rumor. You said what now? Hmm. That is rumor. Now I do think that that is a little disrespectful. Um, Adams 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 in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. 
Um, I do think it is a little disrespectful because I do like their wide receiver core right now. I'm not saying that things can't change, but DK Metcalf to me is a top five receiver. Yeah, um, they got Lockett as well, who gets out there Lockett, and does this yeah. thing. You really have no idea who might blow up for two, three touchdowns in line. that game. They just yeah. need an O line. That's all that Seattle. Yeah. Needs. So to be honest, they really don't even need Devontae Adams. Of course, they need you'll a running game a, too. Yeah, they need a running number game one. and an O line yes. in Seattle, and they'd be good Lord. offensively. And a new coach, Pete Carroll. I think is. I think he's seen his last good days as a coach. Honestly, you think so? Yeah, yeah I don't know if I'm ready to to hang him up just yet. Let me look at his I don't page. Know I mean, I Pete would... Carroll's up there, y'all. Like y'all wouldn't believe. Oh, I know he is, is. but I don't no, know I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that. But can he's... you bring in somebody better? He'll be 70 September 15th. I think you could. There's a lot of young guns. You know what I'm saying? Look at uh, the Rams. There's a lot coach. of young guns that's uh, coming up. McAvee, McVay, McVay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could find you a. Excuse you me. could. I don't know if I would risk it. I'd have to wait. I'd probably wait until. I ain't going to say I would wait, but I haven't seen anything that would make me want to get rid of him quite yet. I think honestly, if, if he has, if he doesn't have a season, Pete Carroll that is, it doesn't take his team at least to the playoffs, or mm-hmm. show some kind of sign of you know improvement. I think that they're going to want. He's out of there. Yeah, look at getting rid of him for real. He's out of there for I real. Think the name and I think the name alone is enough. Can't always go off a name sometimes though. These, I still these think days, that the name alone is these a, days. But, but I know. I think that that's the opposite these days. Is you're thinking of it from a uh, front office point of view, but when you think of it from a player, these young bucks, that's mm-hmm. all they operate off of his name. You think they wouldn't want to play for a Pete Carroll? In two, 2005, yes. In 2021, nah. Nah. I don't even... I don't even think that the issue right now is the offensive line. I think that that's so out of his issue? hands. Pete Carroll? Out of yeah. the coaches' hands? For that to Besides be a focus? The players? We, right. who, we need recruitment. We need new players. But that doesn't mean that Pete Carroll has the capital in Seattle to be able to say, I need so-and-so from over here. We need new linemen. They need all new linemen. Like the, they need all new linemen, completely new linemen. He doesn't have the capital to be like, I need, like, I need. All he can say is I need it, but he can't, he can't say I'll put five mil of my own cash in with whatever you give it to them. I just need it that bad. No, he can't. I mean, he probably won't do that, but let's be honest. Like if he's telling the GM the team right. like, hey, this is what we're focused on. They should be going in the direction that he's telling them to focus on. So I cannot give him a pass on them not having a line. Like, no, it's your job as a coach to make sure you got all the moving parts. So I get it. I, I do get it. I get it. But I mean, that's the that's the same argument that we got with LeBron and Jordan type shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you just don't have the pieces to do it, you don't have the pieces to do it. It doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, one year if you don't have the pieces to do it, but it shouldn't be the next three years you don't have the pieces to do it. That's what I'm saying. It took LeBron having to take his talents to South Beach to get a ring. Nobody ever gave him nothing else in Cleveland. So some places just won't give you shit. Some places just aren't willing to, to 
open a wallet. Well, that was so. If that's to be the case, then Pete Carroll needs to. Then he needs the piece. If that's the case. But with and coaches, with coaches, it's not like a, a quarterback. You got to find an opening to slide into. I don't think he would have any trouble. Cause somebody gonna get fired. And we know that say, for, right, for a fact. Didn't you, you say, right. Cliff? Didn't you, you say, right. Cliff? That, didn't you say that his name resonates alone? So think about it. If yeah. I'm a GM and uh, Pete Carroll's my coach, he's respective coach in college and NFL. He's older. I'm not gonna listen to Pete Carroll if he tells me I need you guys to help me out with getting some alignment. I'm just gonna be like, ah, right, nah, Pete, figure it out. You wouldn't listen to LeBron. You wouldn't listen to LeBron after he brought you to the to the championship his first three years into the season. You talking about saying, Cleveland? Yeah, saying I just need. Well, that's help. different. The owner, the owner already we already know is a jackass, Dan Gilbert. We already know from the very so top at of the what, top. Do you still have that covered? You are. F- what? <laughs> oh my arm! Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna take it off. Okay. I was gonna take it off today, but they don't got no. Uh, they don't got no supplies up here. I'm gonna wait till I get home tomorrow. I'm gonna yeah. wait till I get home. They ain't got the, the supplies. So I didn't bring my stuff with me. So yeah. I'm happy that we're kind of on the subject of coaches, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, making um, changes. So. One of the things that I wanted to bring up, and I actually argued with my boyfriend the other day about this. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers Mommy. is... Give me one second, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. But um, back to... Yeah, I mean, that's my thing, Cliff. Like, if you're Pete Carroll, you should be able to... I need this. I need that. You know what you I mean? You should. You should be. But that does not mean that that always... You can make that happen. You never know. And their Russell office, Wilson? their office may be thinking the same way you are. Like this nigga's on his last leg. Like I don't even know if we can continue winning. So imagine right. him trying to get help if they're already looking at him like we're getting rid of you anyway, bruh. Well, let Grandpa go and get somebody else in there and get some linemen. Shit, I mean, come on, he's turning Better seventy. He's September fifteenth. Better the devil. I wish I was. I wish I was living my passion. as. I hope I am living my passion at 70. But what I was saying was, so this takes me back to the argument that I had Mm -hmm. the the other day when it came to Aaron Rodgers. And I think this is a big deal. And I want people to have an open mind with this. But I also want you to disagree with me if you feel it in your heart. Now, Aaron Rodgers has sat out since what? uh, April-ish from any activities that had to do with the Green Bay Packers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you may be right about that. April. It's been a while. So, you know, maybe I'm wrong on the exact date, but right, he's been right. sitting out. He's been unresponsive or there's right. been no communication between him and the Packers. And right. So my thing is this. He does the press conference this week, which to me is a whole show in itself, uh, talking about his press conference. He does the press conference this week and he says that he feels like he should be more involved in what goes on with the Packers. And um, he felt almost, he didn't say the word, he didn't use the word disrespected, but he just felt like, you know, you guys are not allowing me to be utilized like I can. And because of that, I'm basically not showing up to my job duties and almost on the brink of not showing up this year because of the fact that you guys are not utilizing me, not allowing me to help my team 
uh, in the ways that I think I should be, as well as not extending my contract. Now I'm coming off an MVP season. So he's feeling major disrespect, right? Major disrespect. Right. Now, here's a here's a take that I feel people should take into account. Aaron Rodgers signed a contract, uh, I forget how many years ago, five-year deal, four-year deal, whatever it may be, probably a five-year deal. Right. Um, to where he was supposed to play into the 2021-22 season, and then his contract is up. Um, over time, we have seen how the Packers have operated. They draft a quarterback that they like, kind of let them develop for a year or two, and then they send them out there full go, lead us to a championship, right? right. Um, they had Brett Favre before Aaron, and there was no communication there, et cetera, et cetera, which is part of Aaron's issue. He doesn't like how they are treating players on the way out. Right Now, if this is our formula, if this is the formula that we have put together that has gotten gotten us Super Bowls and um, uh, what is it? What, what, AFC? Where they in the AFC? NFC? Yeah, yeah, AFC, NFC championships, whatever division they're in. Uh, my apologies. Um, should should we stop this formula that we have for winning for? one player and is it okay for you to not show up for your job because you feel some type of way maybe you're seeing something you seen what Brady did um so you feel like oh I want to be able to do that as well I want some input so now I'm not gonna show up for my job well I feel that's like that's the new style I feel like that's a fair question right but at the same time my first the first place my thought went was well how many championships have they won since Brett Favre stepped down and Rogers stepped in one One. right yeah yeah his track record actually hasn't been that good in the playoffs so over the course of time what I'm getting at is it comes down, I guess it comes down to the same thing in Seattle. It comes down to pieces. And Aaron Rodgers, another one of them that's been asking. I don't know what he's been asking for specifically. More wide receivers. More yeah. wide receivers. His input in the recruiting um, process. Like, hey, you're getting rid of, you're not getting players that I feel like I need to win a championship, which is a legitimate claim. And I completely understand it. But at the same time, I also have to look at it from the standpoint of, hey, if I'm the owner of a company and you're an employee and I'm telling you I'm bringing you in to do this job when I brought you in to do your job as a quarterback, at no point did we say, hey, I'm going to involve you in the recruiting process. Right. I mean, I look at it this way. If the GOAT's not saying nothing, a.k.a. Tom Brady, Tom Brady's always had to work with what he, he had whether he liked it or not. It, it was just go out there and play ball, work with what you got. Whether he liked it or not, he had to go out there and do it. He, we at least never heard him verbally come out and say, well, they're not giving me nothing. I want this. I want that. So but I kind of like... He came out and verbally said he was unhappy. Which is cool. New, after he left New England. Mm-hmm. No, even after. before. Even before. Did Tom Brady no. ever not Same come situation. do his, his job, though? 
No, he never not came and did his job. But he, it's the same situation when they uh, uh, drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. He flipped his shit. Somebody right. was going to leave. Sense. And Aaron Kraft but, was the one that made Belichick give Robert him Robert Kraft. Uh, yeah, I, I knew what you meant. Right. Aaron Rodgers, Robert Kraft. I knew what you meant. <laughs> not but, that. But listen, but the point of the matter is you can raise hell. That's fine. But right. we signed you on to do a job. As far as what we told you we were going to do for you and give you, we have upheld our end of the bargain. bargain so bargain. now you have you see these you you see how the league is changing which is cool and you kind of want to play the game a little differently so my thing is this you can't be mad that at the fact that you're aging and a team doesn't necessarily know if they want to keep you in their future even if you did win an MVP you know what I'm saying they're thinking they're not thinking one, two year at a time necessarily. They're thinking a couple years ahead. Right. So my thing is, did with everybody siding on Aaron Rodgers' side, did Green Bay do anything that they didn't say? Did Green Bay not up, uphold their end of the bargain in any area for him to not show up to work? Right. right. And to your point, Cliff, I mean, Tom Brady might have been unhappy about Garoppolo. I understand that part especially because that's them trying to push him out of the throne, so to speak, at that time. But like Brick said, Tom Brady was still coming. To, he was still, you know what I'm saying? He was still showing up, still doing his duty. Wasn't happy about the Garoppolo thing, but he was still doing his duty. No, you're right. Aaron, Aaron, you know what I'm saying? Hold out, unhappy. Oh, I'm going to go do Jeopardy. I'm like, like Aaron, <laughs> Aaron's like the rebel child. Like, you know, you know them kids, you know, I know we all had some friends growing up where like, he was like, damn, you wow, like. Parents told you, no, you're going to go out and just do some plus more. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I look at Aaron Rodgers. Like, it's his way or the highway or he's going to rebel. You know what I mean? No, I, I don't necessarily look at, it, look at it like it's his way or the highway. I understand Aaron Rodgers is going to get you a championship. He's going to get you a Super Bowl ring, right? He knows better mm -hmm. than anybody, like, kind of like you know better than anybody in your relationship what you need to feel loved, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is saying, I know what I need to fill up, which is to ultimately to get a Super Bowl. So I understand like, hey, I know what I need. You guys are getting rid of players that I can use in ways that maybe you don't see the benefit in, but I know that I can use them. Right. Uh, or you're you're bringing in players that, you know, what I'm saying like um, that maybe he can use or or, or he can't use, but. Who can give you better insight onto what goes on on the field, especially on the offensive standpoint, than Aaron Rodgers? And why would Aaron, you not want his input uh, into getting a Super Bowl? Well, I'll tell you a couple things. Aaron Rodgers is one in three in NFC Championship games. He's been there four times, and when he's went, he's one in three. Okay, okay but it's just a, it's it's a feat already to say you've been there four times. Yeah, but if you, I mean, okay, that's kind of like Donovan McNabb to me, speaking of my Eagles again. Yeah, we went to the NFC Championship with him and Andy Reid a bunch of times, but, bro, y'all never got it done. Y'all never could get to the big dance, as Cliff, Cliff could say. You know so then saying? that's Aaron's whole point. That's, that, <laughs> that's Aaron. That's, that's Rogers' whole point, though. Dance. His whole point is he's getting you there without having any input on who he has on his roster. 
So imagine if you gave him the players or you had tried to get him the players, the type of players that he felt like he needed. He's like, I can get you that ring. You, I wouldn't be one and three. I'll probably be three for three or two for three if you let me have the people that I wanted. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I understand his perspective. Now, from their perspective, I also understand it from an uh, employee um, employee uh, boss type situation. Like, right. hey, this is this is our formula. This is what we're doing. What it? Why are you trying to? You know, what I'm saying act brand new all of a sudden, and that's basically what Aaron Rodgers is doing. He's really acting brand new because he hasn't pulled this type of stunt before, and he's never had the power that he's acted for. He's never had it, and you've been with him for over ten years, so he's really kind of acting brand new in a sense. And my thing is, why do you wait till you get down to your last year? to want to act like this now if you feel some type of way like you want to be there then you need to let them know hey i want to be here for another five years and this is what i need to um get you some championships within those five years now if they say we decline your offer which is basically what they were saying then you need to have some dignity and take your talents elsewhere you know what i'm saying like that's what I feel like Aaron Rodgers, I feel like he kind of did it in a passive aggressive way. You know what I'm saying? Like put what you want out there on the table. Well, if he came and back if they accept mullet, it, he ain't being <laughs> passive aggressive no more. He being aggressive. He must, he must, he must have been cheap. He might have been chiefing out there in California. So. I'm just saying he's he was passive aggressive in not stating what he wanted. I can't say that he what he was passive aggressive. He was in not stating what what he wanted. He was passive aggressive in his actions to not getting what he wanted. But like I said, he should have put it out there. Like you know, not hate to go back to like relationships or like if you see somebody you want to talk to, like put it out there. Hey, I like you, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Now they can either accept or they can decline. But if they decline, don't get to begging. Don't right. get to trying to trick them into being with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. You take your, you take, you have some dignity, you have some pride, and you take your talents to somebody else. I agree. I agree. But fuck Aaron Rodgers unless he come to Las Vegas. Uh, let's he move ain't going. on. He coming to Las Vegas. Let's move on to the Olympics. And then I got a few things that I want to touch on and we'll wrap it up. First and foremost in the Olympics before uh, the elephant in the room, I would like to say that <clears throat> the Olympic uh, men's boxing, Keyshawn Davis, Duke Reagan, and Richard Torres all advanced to the quarterfinals. Uh, Keyshawn Davis actually knocked out the uh, number one the top ranked uh, person in the Olympics at 135. So I think he might have a clear shot to gold him. Hmm. But it's looking good for everybody in uh, men's boxing in the Olympics. I haven't heard too much about women's, if I'm being Boxing? Honest. Yeah. And I will say that I I haven't looked it up either, so that's a, a foul on my behalf. But if I'm I mean, being in honest, all honesty, what? we really could have um, did a special 
hit the shower strictly for the, the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, right. And I'm sure we'll get Yeah, because it's so much. It's still a little bit uh, left to be done. So I'm sure we'll get there. We could, we could uh, set up a day or something. Yeah, for sure. We should give a, a um, lot, and I do feel like uh, mm-hmm. it deserves more than just a touch on each episode. So yeah, right. We might have like, to slide in a special. Right, I do. Uh, I, I gotta start watching you. it. I ain't been watching. It. I just been looking at the updates. But I, I, been I mean, I've been keeping it, it on my uh, TV as far as mm-hmm. watching it, probably thirty-five, forty percent of the time. I just been checking. I've I watched it a little bit, but um, it's so much. You know, we can always go back and check it out, and then recap and give our opinions. Right. It's like we got the basketball. T- I mean, it's so many. Um, <laughs> the basketball team, track and field, swimming. They've been going nuts uh, with the, with the swimming. We got the gymnastics. I mean, it's so much stuff that we can talk on. Like I said, we could do an hour special yeah. just on the Olympics alone. But I for say, sure, I say, uh, what you feel about the uh, Simone Biles situation? I'm gonna let y'all speak before I give my opinion on that. So I'm gonna go ahead and just. Um, I got my ear. I got I'm, my ears out. I know what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the exact same thing I said last night. Yeah, you your post, uh, man. All I'm saying is, and I say this time and time again, everybody's mental health stuff strikes at different times. Right. right, there's somebody, there's somebody super close to me. Of course, I'm not gonna mention their name for privacy, obviously. But you know what I mean. Like, I, I guess they're having a week. You know what I mean. You see this person is up, cheerful. You know what I'm saying, high on the clouds. They're having a week. Malcolm, hold on. Let story. me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Uh, where was mental health in 1940? And then, hold on, that ain't even a question. But why couldn't you just go out there? in 1940 with your mental health issues and just take your loss. If that's the case, if you feel like you can't perform up to par, which is cool, why can't you just go out there and take your loss? So I think that, well, I know I think I know. I'm going to confidently say it. I mean, we know that this generation is a lot weaker minded and softer than the previous generation. They say each generation is supposed to get better and better. And I believe we have, right. I believe we have in some- In certain areas. Right. But in the mental- mentality state we're weaker than we were in 1940 i mean we was going through slavery you know oppression all not that. in 1940 right, we weren't <laughs> with 1940 we weren't going through slavery in 1940 in the south, the south. i'll call my i'll call that's my i'll call my listen that's where my people's from i'll call my 86 year old grandfather right now and they can tell you everything you need to know so i mean not, not saying not we Ohio, going through some stuff but my point is we, it was tough times it was tough times. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right. People, right. People were just, you know what I'm saying? Well, before we get into uh, the chat, uh, Roger Dodger said, uh, Aaron said his wife threw out his Heineken and uh, brought in Paps without even letting him know. Who? What? Is that uh, the, the kid? Nah, that's Roger uh, Dodger? dude from last week. <laughs> he talking about beer. Oh, he said, I'm not going uh, to lie. I probably watch people water their grass before I watch the Olympics. I mean. Okay. That's more power to you. I'm an Olympics guy. I watch it. But um, as far as I, 
I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't uh, know if I cut y'all off in saying that. What was y'all saying before I stopped y'all? Well, Brittany was just asking about, you know, what's basically, why are, why are they acting like this now if back in the day they still had to do what they did, win or lose, mental health or not? And it's just, we're weaker. We're weaker minded. And it's like, why not just go out there and take your loss if you feel like you're not up to par? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I agree with that too. Why not just compete anyway? That's why I uh, posted the post that I said. I said, uh, I feel like uh, the Simone Biles situation to me kind of feels like Barry Sanders when he retired before he broke Walter Payton's record. I feel like, uh, honestly, and I know that's cryptic for a lot of people out there. It doesn't explain exactly what I was saying, but... Honestly, the way I feel is I feel like she had nothing else to accomplish. You know what I mean? Like she had won so much that it's like, what else is it to accomplish? And she's taken away from people on her team as well. And she's feeling a certain kind of way about it. Because I was watching all of those when the Olympics started and she got like the first three golds. I was watching... uh. The young lady who just won gold, congrats to her, Sunia Lee. I was watching mm -hmm. her get silver next to her, and I could see that, damn, if you wasn't here, in her, in her face. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so you're saying that she did gold. it She did it for her teammates to possibly get gold? Because she, she pulled out during a team event. Well, so, cause she fell on that, cause she uh, didn't stick that landing, and she uh, stumbled on that, and that got them silver. Some points, mm. right? That's what got them silver. So she felt like me not having my head in it would fuck y'all up more than y'all taking it yourself. Well, let me play devil's advocate based off of what you were saying on your post. You said that her not being in it was like, hey, you guys are guaranteed to get silver if I'm not compete, almost. Not saying guaranteed, but there's a good chance that you're not going to get the gold right. if I don't compete. So now you're trying to say that she was being soft in, on a team event. No, I'm not saying See, she was being fly. soft. I'm not saying she was being soft. I'm not saying she is being soft at all. I'm saying the same thing. And hold up. Roger Dodger said, I used to watch it, but no interest now. But in gymnastics, her going out there and trying could have got her injured. I do agree. I do agree. Plus, if she was white, she'd be getting the ESPY for pulling out. <laughs> Y'all remember when... uh? Is her name the tennis player Naomi Osaka when she pulled out, uh -huh. I believe a month ago, due to mental health, and then she came back a couple weeks later or something like that? I mean, in this era, I guess it's nothing new. I guess when you got the Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, and people speaking up as athletes, mm -hmm. people feel like it's okay. No, Kyrie does it. I understand what Roger Dodger was saying when he said that post, too. The best meme that I've seen about all that was with the girl Shikari Richardson, uh... Naomi Osaka and uh, Simone Biles, first and foremost, don't feel like you could just put Shikari up there in that post with them. But I see why it fits at the for the meme sake. It said, y'all ain't going to stress us out. 
and that was the that's the that's the period point blank of all this. Like the the I understand the pressure that's put on these young black girls to be perfect. Meanwhile, you see people fighting against them that you give so much praise to. I understand that, right? But at the same time, that's why it it goes back to last night's episode, that King Richard shit with Serena and mm-hmm. Venus. Oh, he that his dad they dad knew that from the jump. They knew that was gonna be the case. You gotta right. beat it. You gotta go through it. You feel what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And uh that's, nowadays, that was my whole question. It's not a lot of people that's pushing through that because regardless of your mental health everybody has issues with mental health and i would never demean anyone else's because i don't know how bad your thunderstorms are you may be having tornadoes over there i just may be having a light chance of rain rain you know what i mean so i'm not diminishing that but at the same time we have ventured away from that era or generation where it's like fuck it dance in the storm the rain doesn't stop. The storms don't stop. Learn to dance in the storm. Push through that shit. Now yeah, it's like, it oh, soft. nope, stop. If you feel that way, stop. And I get mm-hmm. it. With gymnastics, yes, it, you run a risk of getting hurt if you're, you're not 100% into it. It's the same way with fight sports. If your head's not in there, you probably don't want to go in there with that because you could really get hurt if you don't. I right. get that. But at the same time, to be an Olympian, like, you've taken away from another person's shot that would have potentially been in there if you didn't. And I think that contributed to the mental health situation that she had, where she was like, shit, like, I'm doing these tricks, and I usually stick them, but my head's just not in the game. I took away a spot from somebody that could have been doing this in my place. Yeah, but you also waited too late to do that. Like at that point, I get that. I get that. You, there's no replacing you. You know what I'm saying? Like not really. I mean, I'm sure they got like a little backup and they put up her best friend. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But listen, or she went up. But you, but you're less. I mean, I think it's tonight. That's cool. You know, with with your gymnastics, I think it's one of those things where you really don't want to see anything like any crazy injury. So if you're not feeling up to par, maybe you do sit out. But with a lot of other sports, I disagree with sitting out. Like just I agree go, with that. like you're the the mental fear that comes with this newer generation of losing is. Um, Probably something probably associated with social media, to be honest with you. I agree but with too. you can't be afraid to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, not don't plan to lose, but you can't be afraid to lose. And I feel like, all right, if I'm not feeling up to par, I'm still going to get out there and try my best. And that's what we're used to in the past. And that's where we can't relate. That's why we don't, a lot of people don't fully understand the mental health aspects of things. Now with gymnastics, with you just being on the floor and doing those uh, wild flips, like I can understand like if your mind isn't there and you know what I'm saying, you don't feel like you can land right, et cetera, et cetera, you can really be injured. Right. But you're you're tight, you're com- it's coming from a world that's seen, uh, what was the year? Was it 1996 when old girl was injured? They carried her to the floor. She did her routine and she, Flipped at the end and landed on one 
foot and you can see it in her face. I mean, it was such an Olympic moment. You can see it in her face that, you know what I'm saying? Like she gave it all she got. She, it didn't matter that she was injured. We're coming from, uh, you know, generations that have seen those type of finishes. So a lot of people aren't going to fully get the mental health aspect of things like, so what exactly, you know, they want to pinpoint it. What exactly is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera, et cetera. So, um, again, in gymnastics, I think it's a little different because it is such a dangerous thing with the flips. And if you don't land right, it, you know, but in most of the sports, whatever it may be, swimming, whatever, uh, running track, just get out there and try. Basketball. Yeah, basketball. What, like I said, what, just get out if there and try. there's not a chance you know at what I'm imminent death, because I can understand right. fight, like I said, fighting too. If your head's mm -hmm. not in it, don't do it. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like they should have never taken the headgear out of amateur Olympic boxing. Because you're dealing with the fact that you're on the grand stage and with the best in that specific country. And now we're going to take the headgear out. Just because they're Olympians, they're still amateurs. They shouldn't have to deal with that as well. I feel like that's a lot to deal with. But that's beyond my realm of judgment. I have no dog in that race. I couldn't do nothing about that if I wanted to. But I do feel like it's the same way. And I could, I could understand somebody pulling out because they feel like I, my head's just not in it. I mean, I get it. Kind of. I should say kind of. I'm with you. Uh, I'm like, I am with I'm you. I'm 50-50. I'm 50-50 because my thing is like this, especially um, when you're talking about the Olympics. You've been training for the past four years, technically it's five because of, because, of, be because of COVID. No, not even saying that it's your job for your it head is. to be in it, but it's just like you should be so um, robotic, so routine at this point, even if your head isn't in it. You should be able to give an effort that's at least a B effort, right. even if it's not your best performance. So that aspect of things, I don't understand. This is what you've been training for. This is what you get up for every day. That's why I so feel then, like it's Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders and Walter, Walter Payton. Because like you said, when you Simone Biles, you to go. Oh, I'm sure it's muscle memory at this point. No, I'm not saying that you can't get out of your head and be like, oh, shit, I almost didn't land that. I get that. But to have one mistake and doubt yourself all like I need to pull myself out, it's more to it than that. Now, Man. mental health or not, I get it. But it's more to it than that, whether you want to say it or not. Maybe you're frustrated with the fact that all of y'all came up together. That's another thing that nobody takes yeah. into account. When you think about, like Mike said, Olympic gymnasts, oh yeah, they all come up in the same camp. And when you looking at everybody like, damn bitch, this is your fourth Olympics and all you do is get gold. I can't get my shot. Like this might be my only shot. That I'm sure no, that weighs listen. on her mental health as well. Like my friends is looking at me funny. Let me just get out of Absolutely this. not. Absolutely not. Because let me tell you something about goats. Goats? Not winners. I get what you said. Goats. I get what you Don't care saying. about that. Mm -hmm. I'm the goat for a reason. Right. And I want you to win, but I'm not going to lower myself. Right. To let you for win. you to win. Mm -hmm. I'm a goat. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm more than just a winner. I'm a goat. So if I, I, I honestly don't think that is the case. 
uh, her wanting to see them get gold. They ain't even get it. I think you but have. her wanting to see them. Her, no, I don't think so. Listen, Sunni Ali got a, the gold directly after man, listen, you the don't, one that was looking at. That's it like, like damn, bitch. That's like I can't. Okay. Get my... This is the equivalent. This is the equivalent. It's like you gonna work all week, or you gonna work your two weeks and be like, you know what? You can get paid. I, you can have my you can have my, you can have my paycheck because you you don't have a car, the type of car that I had. No, don't nobody do that. That's right. not realistic. You know what I'm saying? She's a goat, and if you're gonna be a goat, you gotta act like a goat. Right. Right. And to be honest with you, I'm gonna give my opinion. This is just my opinion. I don't think Simone can make a bad move. I really like. I think she makes great decisions. I think that she is a really good athlete. And I, to be honest with you, if she can't um, participate, there has to be a good reason why she can't. That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? And to be honest with you, you know what I think? And I think it's going to, you know what I'm saying, going to be a slap in everybody's face, everybody in the media that kind of downed her, that downed her and was like, I don't understand why she's not competing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, she said it was like mental, whatever it may be. I think because I follow her on Instagram, I know what the deal is. She got a really fine ass, fire ass boyfriend. The man looks good. She probably pregnant. You know what? You're not the she first person to say that. Pregnant. You're not the first person to she say that. She is probably pregnant. You're and not she's the like, first person to say I'm that. I'm not risking. You know, she can get out there and compete, especially in the beginning of pregnancy, uh, first, second right. trimester. You can get out there and do your thing. Um, she probably just don't want to risk. Right. Like, but, you know, there's always a chance, hey, you can land wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Simone is a very smart girl. So if that is the case, she's like, you know what? There's nothing in this world that would be worth my baby, worth right. my, my child. I'm not going to compete. Y'all can have that. And like I said, she's tough. She's a goat for a calling reason. You calling it? I there, write it down. There would that would be the only reason I can see her not uh, competing in the Olympics. She does this for a living, and gymnastics only shines during the Olympic time. So my call is is that she's pregnant. I seen your boyfriend. The man looks gorgeous. <laughs> but if she was pregnant. Wouldn't she have not been competing in all along? No. no, not if she just got pregnant. And you can do physical activity right. first, second trimester. They it's don't tell you to stop doing. Be- yeah, I mean, like they don't tell you to stop. Um, you, you don't doing. Think if, you don't think if she was pregnant, she wouldn't have told him like, "Hey, by the way, I'm I'm pregnant. I'm this far along." So no, nah, that's nobody's time, business right now. Especially if she's not past. If she's not past her first trimester, a lot of women miscarry. So they may not want to uh, risk putting it out there until they get to get past a certain point. But the first trimester is very, very shaky because anything can happen. One in four um, pregnancies miscarry. Right. And if if this is the first time she's been pregnant, anything could happen. And the way she sees it, there's another Olympics in three years because we were supposed to have one last year. Shoot, she will be ready for that Olympics. Right. She's this never not been ready. 2020 yeah. Olympics. So it's actually yeah. these these athletes is going to have a year off. Well, not a year off, but a, they got three years. Year They're missing right. a year. Yeah. They got to compete uh, in three Roger, years. I, I want to hit his chat. He said, that's why this generation has the audacity to mention LeBron with Jordan 
and Kobe. They never saw prime assassins. Today's society accepts softness in their superstars. And then he said, uh, if she ain't pregnant, she better get on it when she gets back to the States. Yeah, I don't know if she's pregnant. I don't think right. she's that, that ignorant at this time and point in her life to do that. Well, I don't think that she... No, that would be ignorance. ignorant. Listen, cuz, be... you gotta think about it. So put yourself in the position of being a boyfriend of a superstar athlete like Simone Biles training for the Olympics. Now, when we talk about moves being calculated, she's training for the next four years. Now, imagine how many slip-ups you make in your everyday life in that four-year time. Then put that into a relationship where we're talking about sexual contact. Let's be honest. If this is my girl, like my fiance, condoms aren't involved. That's your mindset. I know some other people that are on a whole different scale, bro, right now. And you're right. right maybe now. there should have been condoms involved. You know what I mean? If you are an Olympian that's, and that's what you're doing. But maybe her birth, yet, control birth control didn't work. Cliff. Maybe it didn't work. Maybe it didn't right. work. Anything, anything could have yeah. countered it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure we don't she know was responsible situation. for what she was attempting to do. And imagine if this is true. And she just gets pregnant. How far along is she? Maybe two, two months at the most. Right she now, she could easily be three months. I mean, you really won't even notice. Y'all know, y'all got could, kids. Right, it could be. But what I'm saying is, she just fucked up right before, right? Like it wasn't like it wasn't like you fucked up back in like it was she was on her shit up until this point and then for the olympics i fucked up i had to compete yeah i'll do I mean, the routines i know i can do but the ones that make me nervous i gotta pull out of them think about it like mm. this like when you guys had your first child uh you really didn't know what was going say, on and girl, this you better be go out there and do backflips no no over you end end over end <laughs> no i'm just saying like as a mother, though, like as a mother, though, you have so many worries, especially with that first child. Like think about even just like having sex. Um, you know, I know I that's had worries with like people. That's I no, no, no people for every person. Right. But I'm just saying as a woman and I, and we don't even know that she's pregnant. So we're this is just spec. Right. You know what I'm saying? We just speculated. Yeah. But let's say she is with her first child. You have so many worries. But I know. Damn I have, it, I mean, man. I'll let Brittany finish, but you jinx you jinx me and my squad. I'll let Brittany finish before I announce what I'm about to say. Okay. Okay. I'll make it quick. So, like I said, you have so many worries. And like I said, I know I had a worry when it came to just having sex. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. uh there might be bleeding, et cetera, et cetera. That is right. no that's common, but you just don't know when you're mm -hmm. a first time mother. So imagine like going out there and doing those crazy flips that she does. And just having the feeling of like, what if I land wrong? You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it's a it's a it's a lot of worries out there that no, um, can can be put on you. My and I ass. would completely, and I mean completely, understand her pulling out if that were the case. My dumb ass would be thinking like, the harder I do these flips, the more this baby will get used to spinning around. In Shaking my baby syndrome early. And when, no, I would just be thinking when she gets out, she's going to be naturally ready to 
slip her ass off. But <laughs> my ignorant ass, don't mind me. Roger Dodger said, uh, if that's ignorant, there are a lot. Wait. Yeah, he said, if that's ignorant, there are a lot of ignorant people in it. Well, you know that, Roger. Let's not. They say uh, the only thing uh, common about common sense is it ain't that common. So, you know, it's a lot of ignorant people. He said a lot of athletes don't use condoms, birth control. Plus, listen, I've you... seen her boyfriend. I would not use. He, a said... <laughs> he said, plus, what if she found out in Tokyo that would mess up her mental? She said, that I've seen truth. her boyfriend. I agree. Brittany. I agree 100. If she found mm -mm. out in Tokyo she was pregnant. What's Shannon starting? Brittany, you're one of the women. You're, you're one of the women. You're one of the women. Your son got to watch out for one day. Shit, mm -hmm. I her son. I could. I couldn't use protection. Listen, yeah. they've been together for a while. This is not a new relationship. Hey, you right. know what I'm saying? Wait, what, what so, a trap. Nah, nah. Simone, Speaking of I that, understand. hold on, real quick. Did y'all hear about uh, uh, uh your boy PJ, from, P, PJ Washington? Yeah, yeah. 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 Ooh, he got trapped. That. He got trapped. I didn't hear about that. That's fucked up. But when you see a too. sucker, she is. But because she been with everybody, when you see a sucker, lick him. Didn't I say that last <laughs> time? Did I said that's their job? That like show? it's your job to know that females are out there. But before we wrap up, because we've been going for a while, I just want to point out that one of my favorite boxers of all time is a fucking duck. He's a fucking duck, and I'm ashamed. So he's Ooh. now being removed from my favorite boxer list. Pacquiao. Uh, Canelo Alvarez. Oh, what happened? What, what did he do? The Caleb Plant fight is now off, and he'll Aww. be fighting Dimitri Bivo on uh, September 18th. So let me kick this to you before we wrap it up. Remember, I told you that white boy, Caleb Plant, that's a bad boy. Now, right. I, I had uh, Canelo edge in that fight out. <laughs> but listen, Canelo says, okay, we'll do the fight, but no uh, rematch clause. What? I don't want to fight you again. Nigga. Yeah, I don't, he says, uh, we'll do the fight. Nothing wrong no with that. Right, nothing wrong with that. Caleb Plant says, sure, I'll sign it. So then Caleb reverses it and says... Okay, we'll do a rematch clause, but only if I lose. Caleb says, sure, I'll sign it. Then Canelo says, if something happens in training and you get COVID or you get injured, the PBC has to provide me with another fight in the same amount of time and pay me the same amount of money. What's and wrong with that? That's outside of that boy that he can't, he doesn't have any say in that. He can't Authority. do Right. That's up to them. That's not up to me. Do you want to fight me for this belt or not? Yes or no. Now you're asking me for things that I can't agree to and they have to agree to them. Mm. So if they don't agree to it, I can't do. So clearly what you're saying to me is that you don't want to fight me for this belt. Because I, I agreed to everything. You even rewrote the contract. I still agreed to it. And now you're asking for something I can't give you. Is he? I, I mean, uh, you know, we are in such a weird time and we we're just talking about it with football. People are protecting themselves. 
And shit, we just seen it. We supposed to see a hella fight last weekend. No, hold on now. Hold on. You couldn't. You couldn't. That's what I'm saying. Like with Aaron Rodgers, like he just saying, he's basically saying like, listen, I'm going to train for this fight and I'll be damned if somebody pulls out at the last minute and I don't get my money. Because that's basically what Wilder's saying right now. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Roger Dodger says, uh, Simone better watch her man. Someone thirsting over there. <laughs> ain't no thirst. Ain't no thirst. Right. <laughs> now, if you know anything about me, Roger Dodger, you know, first of all, I ain't thirsty for nobody. And second of all, I would I love Simone. I would never, ever go after her man. He could be in front of me naked. I'll look, but I would not <laughs> no, that's act right. on that. That's out of respect for uh, my relationship and hers. Right. I understand that. I'm with Amen you on that, that, baby. Amen to that. You can look, but you don't got to touch. That's the, that's the Yeah. Come on now. I ain't never been that. But listen, back to what we were talking about. I just feel like, to be honest with you, I think he just pulled. When did he, when did he um, try to put that into the contract? Because I feel like that is a, a, a perfect um, I feel like that's a response to the fight that was supposed to happen last weekend with Fury and Wilder. Like, listen, he got COVID, what, a week or two before. Wait, 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 wait. But what if you get COVID? If it's not in the contract, it don't matter. But that's basically- what I'm saying. Listen, I get it. I get it. I get you wanting to be the A-side. You are the A-side, but I get you wanting to adjust the contract to your means. But you can't be go-go gadget this. Like, oh, you're hurt? Go, go, get. Because what's really going on here, and this is what a lot of people haven't made the, connected the dots to, the PBC offered Canelo Alvarez a three-fight, a three-fight deal. Mm -hmm. They offered him Caleb Plant, which would make uh, him undisputed. They offered him, uh, no, no, they would make him one more belt to undisputed. They offered him uh, Jermail Charlo, and they offered him David Benavidez. Those are the top three killers in their weight division. Canelo mm-hmm. said, no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So then PBC said, well, we'll give you Caleb Plant. That's the one you want, right? We'll give you him by himself. He agreed. So now by him saying, I want a comparable opponent and still get 40 what he's saying is i want you to fill in that spot with a jamal charlo or a david benavidez which means that you're trying to pull them into an early fight meaning they don't get their full time you feel me that's your slick way of trying to get around i'll fight them all but i'll fight them on my terms Under this condition so right. if you get covid and it's only uh, two months to the fight, you gotta hurry up and enter that uh training camp to get ready. That's fucking up the bag. You can't. You gotta go against everybody heads up if you wanna be the best. And I always took Canelo Alvarez as the best since Floyd. So now that mm. you're pulling this shit, it makes me feel like, are you scared? Is it scary? Are you scary? Cause I thought he was gonna beat Caleb Plant, but this makes mm. you makes me feel like. Because he's so confident in himself, it took away some of your confidence. And now you're like, oh, I won't do it. 
that's a hard one. Again, we're in such weird times where uh, the players, whatever sport it may be, are trying to control their narrative. Now, you just said yourself that you consider him the best fighter since Mayweather. Well, what does Mayweather do? Would May- Mayweather would never do it how you just mentioned it uh, by taking those top three fighters and where there's um, no, enough right. time for the enough time for you're them right. to prepare. So I feel like you're shit. Right. He knows that when Mayweather out of the game, I'm one of the top fighters. So I'm going to make things. Why would you not want and home you know court what? advantage? And you know what? It's funny that you say that. And shouts to the boxing voice because they had this same conversation on the boxing voice, and somebody said that same thing. It's hard to to put Mayweather in that position because he never did it. Right? Like Mayweather, they, they say his biggest down, like his biggest critique is he fought fighters past. He their didn't prime. fight people in yeah, in their prime. Right? But he never cashed himself out of a fight. He always gave the opportunity. It may have been late if that's what you want to say. But he always gave the opportunity. This situation seems like I'll give you the opportunity so people don't think I'm a duck. And then I'll pull out of it because you're a little too confident. Oh, so you'll accept it without a rematch? Oh, so then I revise it and you'll accept it if I get a rematch only? Well, then I start need to thinking about if I really lose. So let me, if I get 40 million and something happens to you. I need to get a fight with somebody weaker. Well, the if it's based off of what you said, the clause is not necessarily somebody weaker. It's somebody that's not had the same amount of time to prepare. So with that being said, I honestly am not, uh, you know, I'm saying I'm not looking down on Canelo for being like, because uh, to be honest, the weak the, the the weak move would be to not put somebody in that place. Then there's no fight at all, and he's just chilling. And then he can take another three four months to prepare for whoever the next person is. He's saying like, um, he wants his money. At the end but of the day, that's we know, basically. How do we know you don't? How do we know you don't catch COVID? Man, Why he's telling you right now? Where he from? He from Mexico or some shit? Yeah, he from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, we ain't getting, ain't he ain't getting no COVID. Me- he ain't living in Mexico. Listen, he he living in a fucking mansion somewhere oh, yeah, he, where there ain't right. no COVID. You, right you know what I'm that. saying? You right about So that. he ain't even worried. Like to for him, he ain't even on that shit. Like you first right of all, we that. ain't even we ain't even running with COVID in Mexico. And where I'm at, where my mansion is at. It definitely ain't no COVID, and I guarantee you, you got to mention in, in Mexico. And I think you know what other, I'm saying? Other three fighters all all train. Well, I know they train with him. I'm pretty sure they probably stay with him too. Andy Ruiz and uh, Oscar Valdez. I'm but I just sure. feel like the lame the lame thing would be to uh, to to not take a fight. I'm he's saying he wants a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like. He's basically saying, like, listen, he you ain't because no offense, no offense, but um Fury in some people's eyes can some people may say that he's ducking um Wilder for this ducking. third fight. So he's basically saying, like, yo, you're not gonna be able to or you can duck me, but 
if you decide to duck me, me at the wrong. last minute, I'm still going to get paid. Right. And don't get me wrong for Roger Dodger out there. First of all, I want to hit the chat. He said he was just playing about the thirsting over there. He was just joking around. But he said, Roger Dodger, it's all good. You know, I don't. I'm I'm very lighthearted well, despite new. how my face looks. Yeah, despite how Roger <laughs> Dodger, despite how my d- face, despite how my face looks, trust me, I do not take anything personally. I uh, we have moved, we having fun. It's all fun and games. Trust me. If you know anything about me, trust me, I'm not gonna think about that past the but seconds said, we talk about it. He said the same thing you said. He said, "Do you still respect Wilder after how he acted after that second fight?" And then he said, Do I respect him? That's true. Yeah. Mayweather fought a lot of cats beyond their prime. Well, the Wilder thing, um, he loses points with me after he acted after that fight. But like after I told Malcolm, acted. like I told Y'all Malcolm. I don't think he was acting weird before that fight. Well, before and after. Well, he's talking about like all the shit that he said. Like he at oh, first okay. he said the, the thing was too heavy. Then he said somebody right. did something to his water. Then he said Tyson Fury has something going on with his glove, glove. which I do agree mm-hmm. with. That's that's facts in my book. Tyson Fury has always been caught in the past. I won't say always, but has been caught multiple times in the past with <clears throat> issues with his glove in professional fights. That's documented. Roger, Roger Dodger, let me say this. And I want you to put it in the chat and Cliff uh, read it out loud. What? It, it all comes down to, in my opinion, what type of loser are you? Right. So some people can take their loss, dap up the person that beat them, good game, and keep it pushing. Right. Some people got an excuse for everything. The only reason they, only reason I lost is because X, Y, Z, and to me, Wilder was that type. He's that type of loser. Like he can't just be like, I wasn't prepared. It wasn't the best time for me. He beat me. Right. He's the type of loser to be like, these are other factors are the reason I lost. Some people lose and be like, that nigga will never beat me again. And go out there <laughs> right. and put in the work. He uh, is not loose. To, he is not used to, to losing. Right. And he lost. So for him, because of what he's been telling himself over the years, there has to be an outside reason beside right. himself besides himself as to why he lost. He's one of those type of losers. Well, you know, uh, LeBron is six eight. I'm, you know, like Cal Laria asked, LeBron is six eight. I'm only uh, six two, six three. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you want me to do? Type thing. Like, you know, you got those type of losers, and I think he's just one of them. Um, but no, I didn't lose respect for him. I think that um, he's still a good. I don't even want to say a good fighter because technically he's not a good fighter, I but he's mean. still a good. I'm glad you even said he's that. He's still a person I kind of root for. Right. So I want him to, right. you know, I'm saying like at least be able to get his revenge. We'll see what happens. But I mean, he's no, I just a sore he loser at I the think end he of the day. Will. I think he will be able to get his revenge. And like I said, and we'll wrap it up um, after they hit the showers, of course. But, um, I said it. I said, first of all, I, it's a tight rope, right? Because like me and Pop said, I don't care if somebody has something in their glove or wrong with their glove. You don't have to get hit with it. That's the name of boxing, not getting hit and hitting somebody back. And like Britt said, you're not, I don't want to say you're a good fighter. And that's why she says that because right. 
you just go for the power shot. But if you learn to move your head, more defense. regardless if somebody had something in their glove or their glove on wrong, if you didn't get hit with it, it didn't really fucking matter. Right? Now, the issue that kind of rubs me a little awful is uh, the water. Somebody put something in my water. Mm. I'm not doubting that either. I'm not saying that couldn't happen. But if it does, shame on you for having somebody in your camp. Right. Right? Because I don't care if yeah, I'm man. a fighter. You got to get, get your Kroger waters ahead of time. Regardless. Don't get your Kroger water ahead of time. If I'm a fighter, Malcolm, you're in my fucking camp with me. Your job right. is to watch that fucking water. Right, right. That means if I think something's in my water, it came from you, motherfucker. My thing is like, <laughs> who who's opening up my water before well, I get my not, water? That's not how, you know. I need to see that the... seal. Nah, no. Give me right. a Kroger water. I need and to see that seal it, break. Ain't no point. Don't even crack yeah. it. Poke through the top yeah, you should, be, you should be that's opening it right do. there. That's how we used to do. Just take a closed bottle of water, poke through the top, and spray it. Yeah, ain't nobody that that shouldn't that water shouldn't be in the refrigerator open, and then you put it in the in the water bottle. Well, you no. know they right. put it in that little uh, you know that squeezer thing, which okay. is cool. It need to be cracked right in the corner when the bell rings. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It better be a cooler, and I better be able to look down. Why yeah, you, you, you got to be cracking them as I drink them. Like, I, don't, I ain't doing no, that. that it's open already. That might not be a bad idea, though. I mean, that's a lot, but that might not be ba a bad idea. But we haven't... Those were tactics back in the day. Back, Especially back when the mob was running boxing. Oh, those mm -hmm. were tactics. People put shit in your water. That's not something that's unheard of. And I feel like in this day and age, with us talking about all this new stuff, and technically, if it's old stuff, like we can't count anything out. And I think that's the problem with our gener like not even our generation, just like people as a whole, like people get out. They say these things. We've never heard them say that before. We should not count it necessarily. Just count him out. Well, I'm like, not going to count him out, but it just makes me feel awkward because you got you got a busted eardrum. That would make me, that would, that's, so you think something's in your water. That equals the same thing, right? Your eardrums gets busted, then your equilibrium's off. You can't keep your same legs. You don't have the same power. You can't right. put your shots in the same spot. That, that all equals to the same thing. So when you, when you reach like that, it's like, well, damn, like you said, it makes me feel like you're an excuse maker. That's how some people are when they lose. You could have just you know said, what I'm saying? Yeah. be busting my eardrum. I didn't expect it. I fucked up that fight. I'm sorry. I'll Man, next time. It, it, you know, it depends on what type of lose you are, like we talked about. And at this level, when you make it that far without losing, it's it's going to do something. Especially, you almost have a level of invincibility Especially, you. you're absolutely right. Especially when you're not an actual fighter. Especially when you started fighting at the age of 21, 22, made it to the Olympics by 23, and been on the longest heavyweight streak since, what, Tyson? Unde I mean, undefeated? Defenses, like defending his belt. He defended his belt for, uh, I think, like six years. 
five years. Tyson. No, yeah, but the Deontay key about Wilder. it is he he, oh, he nobody he's had never more title defenses in this era, but him. He's never been knocked out. He was never knocked out. Right, even then, right. And that, and that, I mean, Tyson didn't do that. He was a Budweiser delivery man into his 20s and decided to fight for his daughter because he wasn't making enough money. He is the fucking, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, like the dream, like the fighter's dream, like the, the, the Cinderella story. Dream. Right, yeah. exactly. That, right, the Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. For black folks, at least, you know, the real Cinderella mm-hmm. story was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kurt Warner. No, Kurt Warner. I'm talking about. Uh, he was bagging groceries, bro, before Cinderella he got to the story, league. But I mean, I'm talking about the movie uh, with Russell Crowe. Uh, it was about uh, the, the white dude back in the day. The poor uh, white dude that beat the dude that uh, killed two men in the ring. Can't think of his name. Damn. Jake, Jake uh, or Jack. Ja- I don't know the story, but watch that. Uh, one. I don't know. Y'all both will love it. Cinderella I mean, he story. might be he might be a Cinderella story, but I don't want to put him on the black community like that's our dream necessarily. I know what you mean. Um, I know what you mean by that. But I mean, it's all good. I just like meant I said, our story as opposed to the actual making something out of nothing. Watch the Cinderella story, and I'm saying that's okay. our version of it. You'll see what. Yeah. I'm okay. I watch it. It's all good. I but like I know exactly what you're saying. I'm not saying that our dream as black folks is just athletics or fighting in a ring, but that's our. I'm buzzing. Nah, you know. Right. Let me say this because <laughs> you brought it up, and I think it's interesting. I don't think it's our dream to. It's not our dream. Like he's not our dream story, and the reason being is because if you. One thing that we do strive to do, especially in sports and in other areas, but it doesn't get highlighted, we des- we desire to be great. Right. And he is not great in the sense of like the technicalities of but he boxing. Also is not He's not trained either. That's well. That's my point. So it's not a Cinderella story for us. A Cinderella story for us is somebody that is going to be able to dominate in multiple areas of the ring. Somebody just getting out there and punching and if Somebody you really that know can walk off of moving a uh 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 not a forklift but uh you know what I'm talking about the little thing on the wheels. What, what, what was Mike Tyson doing before he got into boxing? He Mike was always Tyson about was him. robbing motherfuckers. He was what 14 15, Man, Mike Tyson was boxing at 18, 17 years old. Mike he was Tyson always started boxing at 15. That shit don't count. Yeah, that That's shit don't count. He was always boxing. Not, he was always boxing. Um, what's the but what I'm saying is our Cinderella stories involve like we don't. OK, let me let me think of the right way to put it. We don't want and I'm not saying Wilder is this. We don't want scam Cinderella stories. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I get what you if say. Wilder had the technical skills as a boxer, we want to well, we want to. We want to master the area that we're in. Right. He has not mastered the, he does not have, like we said, I'm following exactly what you Defense, et cetera, et cetera. He has not mastered his his arena. 
it's right. not gonna be so, enough. Which to is which find. is cool, but that's not that's not what we want as our Cinderella story. Our Cinderella story involves mastery. That's what we all about at the end of the day. You've never seen us enter a sport and not in one of you know, one of us become great and not master right. master it. You know what I'm saying? I it's agree. not just on some on some not saying it's a fluke, but it's not just on some basing off of one skill, power hitting, et cetera, et cetera. Last, but anyway, last two things I'm gonna touch on, then we gonna hit the hit the showers. Um, Amanda Nunez is out with COVID, so she will yeah. miss her August seventh fight with Juliana Pena. I, Here y'all go. Y'all not vaccinated? What's going on? Y'all supposed to get COVID, but it's not as strong if you vaccinated. Yeah, I ain't vaccinated yet. I am, but I mean, yeah, you still can get sick. That don't that don't matter with this variant. You're not supposed to get as sick. That's what. Yeah, they but say. you still got as sick. But you still got to you know do your thing and separate for 14 days. And, but you know, um, just, other than that, I mean, uh, I just wish her through the best, whatever the case may be. Come on, Amanda. Other than that, uh, Javante Davis plans on moving up another weight class to 147. Rumors are he's going to be fighting Keith Thurman in October. That's going to be a very big fight. Um, I'm ready for a big fight. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be, if that's actually true, if it's set in stone. But that is a very big fight if Javante moves up to 147 and fights Keith Thurman. I'm ready. So um, yeah, I'm ready for Javante. a big fight. Listen, I'm not going to say he can't do it. I think, honestly, I think, uh, I don't think he knocks him out. I think that's a a 12-round fight. I mean, to be honest with you. I think he puts him down at least twice in the fight, but I don't think he knocks Keith Thurman out. I think that he has to. I mean, I, I respect him more for doing what so many fighters are avoiding, which is taking on the challenge of. Whatever it may be. Well, it's funny I think you that- say that. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's funny you say that because most hardcore boxing fans are saying, why keep moving up all these weight classes if you could fight the best at yours being Tiafimo Lopez, Lomachenko, mm. Devin Haney. Like, you got a lot of people at your weight class, but you're moving up and they feel like you're avoiding them when you can Ooh. clear them out first. Damn, that's real talk. I mean, that's... No, I'm not going to say un- that that's not a, a bigger challenge moving up like three and four no, it weight is, classes. And, but why but if not you don't clear have out to, your spot first? Yeah. Now, I understand that. Now, me personally, the type of person I am, but, you know, I was born in the 80s. We're a little different. I would clear out my weight class and then go ahead exactly. and start moving up because there's nothing left for me to do. But Canelo's but, not doing it either. You see what we're saying? Now it all comes back full circle. Canelo's avoiding those fights too to move up to his. It's all about paydays now. But if I took, if I've taken my cue, you know, at the end of the day, they're putting their bodies, et cetera, et cetera, at risk, and they want to make sure that they get the money. For what is what they're at risk for, you know what I'm saying? No, so I agree. if they if they're taking their cues from Mayweather, I just and think it's hard. that's the day and age that we're in. I, and I agree 100. percent And I can't say that I wouldn't be the exact same way if I was in their position. But I'm just saying, if you want to be the best, it's hard to say I want 40 million 
he can only have 2.5. Right. <laughs> is that the is that the deal? Well, that's how that's how well the Canelo deal was. Canelo gets 40. Caleb Plant would have probably got 8.5. Okay. Well, has Caleb Plant got 8.5 from any other fight? Well, Caleb Plant has put out a hundred a million views on a, a non-pay-per-view. He's listen. A, he's a very this is all he's relative. Popular. He's just not a pay-per-view yeah. star. Uh, are like I said, this is all relative, and I think they're taking their cues from Mayweather. If I'm bringing the viewers in the sense of I'm the bigger name. Of course, I'm going to get the bigger trunk chunk. Now, I'm going to help you out if you ain't never got... It's a lot of Caleb point, fans, though. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. If you ain't never got, though, $8.5 million for a fight, I'm doing you a favor. If the most you've ever gotten is five, I'm telling you, you're going to get $8.5. i am doing you a favor. Well, that's not... That's how they... That's not necessarily the Floyd Mayweather plan, though. I will say that because even when Floyd Mayweather don't like you, he's going to get you uh, tens of millions of dollars. But that's different because his name, Floyd Mayweather's name is bringing in more money than Canelo. So it's all relative if you get what I'm saying. Like when Canelo gets there, I'm sure he'll give them more than the 8.5. So it's like it's all in reference. You know, it's all relative to where you are at that point. He's a duck. Um, who's everybody's hit the showers this evening? Hmm. Malcolm, you gotta go first. I'll go first. Uh, Canelo Alvarez uh, hit the motherfucking showers, you duck. If it looks, smells, and quacks like a duck, it's a ginger-headed duck. Mm. I gotta say, uh, Mr. Clifford Jordan Jennings got hit the shower tonight. I sent y'all a text, but uh, Devontae Smith is already hurt, apparently, in tonight's <laughs> practice with a leg injury. And Cliff is just... Because of a pass. Why would because I? Of a pa- because of a pass Jalen Hurts threw Man, to him. Why? You, right, you right. spoken to existence. Why said, would I, I hit the showers when I got a crystal microphone? Why would I hit the showers? <laughs> I'm telling you, you what us, I bro. See. You bad luck. You bad luck, I'm man. glad because I'm going to clip this shit out, too. <laughs> you know what? Legacy of the Eagles. Here's my hit the showers. My hit the showers is going to be uh, Olympic oriented. The same thing I sh- sent to y'all. My hit the showers is everybody that hated and had something to say that was negative about Shikari Richardson because she smoked weed and wasn't able to uh, qualify for the Olympics. Hit the showers because she probably wasn't going to win anyway after the way them Jamaicans ran. Hit the showers. Right. We said that. I said that. I said that. that Hit was the that showers. The, the, Jam- the Jamaicans took the first three slots and they broke Flojo's Flo record. record. And one thing you know about track and field, you know what you running. You get time every day. So it, you can see, you can look up other people's times, et cetera, right. et cetera. Oh, she running that? Oh, shit. I'm about to smoke this blunt. Right. Hit the showers. Hit the showers, haters. She knew what she was yeah. doing. I'm with Britt on that one. I'm with Britt. I hit it with you, Shikari. If you, we all hit it. (laughs) We all hit it. Right. I don't think she's interested in in us uh, in us men per se. Is what I've been told. So you don't know. You don't know. You don't believe social media. You don't know. It don't matter. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. I already get. 
He gave it to clip, you. Now clip that he out. Really, that now clip. Real? Yeah, man, he got hurt. How do you? Bro, you how mean? do you? Re, how do you reject your hit the showers? Right. Cause that's just you. my sociopathic personality. <laughs> I get to hit the showers because I was right. Man, yes, and that early. I the season didn't even start yet. He talking about they talking about already leg injury. He's hurt. Start listening to me. Uh, but what did, what did they say he was gonna be out for? Uh, I didn't say yeah. I said okay. five pounds running across okay. the middle, taking a you know what? This is out for. Uh, suffered a leg injury in training camp, being evaluated. That's all it says. Yeah, that don't mean shit. That don't mean shit. Man, step like, them like little. little. Like listen, nah, somebody just hit him with a chop block. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. Ain't no chop yeah. blocks. He ain't get off the line. He got off the line late and took a pass. He tried to catch and got smacked one time for the one time. Couldn't even make it out of his own team smacking him. Wait till he gets to the real defenses. But does right. anybody have anything to take us out? I feel a little bit better. They said he ended up staying on the field. I read the article. He ended up staying on the field. So, Cliff, I'll give you a pass on the hit the showers. And I'm going to say... Uh, hit the showers, nigga. No, listen. I'm going to get a hit the showers to them punk-ass cowboys since y'all tried to hype them up. Why? Why? They're going to beat every, you guys. Yeah, Twice. Guarantee yeah. yeah. Two times. I guarantee Okay. That. One time. The two-time right. champion. Two-time. Listen. Why Cliff on them? Yeah, <laughs> it you knew where listen, I was going with it because we musically connected here. Listen, all my shower heads, be good or be good at it, and um, listen to your crystal balls because uh, Devonte may get hurt this season. I'm I'm saying he won't. I'm saying he won't. I'm saying I'm saying he won't. Hide low. I'm gonna say no more than three weeks. I'm gonna give him that. No more than three weeks. He's back. Oh uh, no, he's out for a month. Mobley and Kevin Love championship run for the Cleveland. Good luck. What? I'm glad you caught it. We out of here. What? Thank you.